Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling Mayhem Show, and the only show this week where you're not going to find an interview with Charlie Sheen, but you are going to find an interview with Dave Lagana uh, of IWantWrestling.com, Ring of Honor, uh, here shortly. Uh, fantastic interview. A lot. It's going to be fun. Um, what up? But we are your Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is episode 259. We've done this roughly 259 uh, nights of winning. More or less. Um, and with Hashtag us, of, winning. And with us, of course, tonight on the couch, Chachi of Chachi says he's around. I'm here. Pre, we, this time tomorrow, he will be a proclaimed man. Yeah. I hope you're all Fuck ready. Yeah. I hope you're all ready. It is going to be Chachi Day tomorrow in Pittsburgh. Official Chachi Day. Official. So uh, I already got permission to leave work to come see it. That's awesome. right. That's right. So, uh, Mothers lock up your jonies. Let me uh, be the first to wish you a happy Chachi Day. There you go. If you're watching us live, find us right here. I want to try to stream Justin TV from my phone as long as they allow me. I don't know the rules of city council. so It streams. They stream, they stream it. it on TV. So I can't imagine why I couldn't. They stream it on TV. They so stream it on TV? Isn't that redundant? That's, they they use their old TV methods as streaming and magic. They call yes. that shit a broadcast. And also with a straight out of... No, that's not out of the Bronx. Uh, wherever he is, DJ Lunchbox, because I didn't prepare anything for him. Say something with him. Hey, that's all right. Yes, I am DJ Lunchbox. And listen, <laughs> I want to kick things off with a boom, with a boom. All right. Charlie Sheen has gotten me inspired. All right. And I am going to lay down challenge. All right. Now, guys, I want you to bear with me here because this is some huge shit. All right. There's another podcast out there and it's known as Comedy Death Ray. It's a hilarious podcast. Uh, Fantastic. If you have time after, of course, listening to ours, go and listen to theirs. Uh, Scott Ackerman is the host of that show. He also he has wonderful guests, Mike Birbiglia and uh, uh, fucking, you know, the, the cream of stand up comedy. All right. Now, Scott, he had a catchphrase. What's up, hot dog? The greatest catchphrase in the history of the world. It's amazing. It's It's absolutely fantastic. I love it. You love it. He does not love it. He retired that shit. He doesn't want to use it anymore. So I say, Scott, we've been at this for, what, five, six years, something like that, for fucking ever. We're veterans. We know what to do with a good catchphrase. So give us what's up, hot dog. Give it to, give it to Papa Lunchbox. Papa Lunchbox will take what's up, hot dog. What's up, hot dog? What I up? know, right? It's the shit. But here's the catch. I will take it. By any means necessary, Scott Ackerman. <laughs> I am dead serious about this. I want What's Up Hot Dog to belong to DJ Lunchbox. If you don't want it, if you want to discard it, I'll pick it up. So, fan, everybody listening, I want you to go to earwolf.com slash contact. Earwolf.com slash contact. Send Scott Ackerman messages telling him, de- nay, demanding him in mad charlie sheen fashion uh to give up what's up hot dog to dj lunchbox to the wrestling mayhem show make it make him aware of it 
and mi- tell, let him tell, know that Tell him the first one's him. free, the second one goes in your mouth. Lunchbox. Second one goes right in your mouth. Lunchbox. I'm an F-18, bro, and I'm coming for you, Scott Ackerman. Lunchbox. What's up, hot dog? <laughs> oh, lunchbox. Chachi. Uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson, Lunchbox, I, I thank you for that uh, presidential speech and everything, but why don't you just start using it? And take it. Oh, I'm gonna, because it's much more fun to uh, try and annoy and then talk to Scott Ackerman of the <laughs> Incredible Comedy Death Ray podcast. Okay, that's mm. fun. There you go. There What's you go. up, hot dog? Also with us, What's up, up, hot dog. Longest. What's, What's up, hot dog? What's in up, the Bronx, Mad Mike. How you doing? You know what, Sorg? I'm sick and tired of pretending that my life is a perfect ambition. <laughs> What's up, hot dog? Bitch. <laughs> All right, and for that, you get moved on. Russell fan out of Corpus Christi, <laughs> Texas. How are you doing? Hi. I am doing... Where did the link go? Where did the link go? Shit. Uh, I'm doing great, and... Bull- bullshit. What <laughs> 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 fuck fan. just happened to Russell? <laughs> Alright, good enough. If you haven't been able to tell, this is your wrestling uh, mayhem show. No, you can it's find not. us. No, Go it's ahead. not. What? This is the Charlie Sheen mayhem show. Charlie Sheen mayhem show. Oh my god. That's right. Alright. Because, because that's what winners do. That's what winners do. But you can find the Charlie Sheen mayhem show at wrestlingmayhemshow.com because we haven't forwarded the domain yet. Or you can Twitter us at mayhem show or at Charlie Sheen. Um, this is going to be so confusing to new listeners. Uh, or you can. Email Please us. Twitter comments for us to Charlie Sheen, just to see if you get a response. <laughs> you can email us uh, your comments, questions, suggestions, and uh, hate mail or Charlie Sheen quotes <laughs> to good times. Good times. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. I'm really good at accounting for that Skype delay now. Uh, or you can call us yourself at 412-206-WMS0. I don't have burnout in my gearbox. <laughs> It's 9670 for the rest of you. Please, 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 I beg of you, keep it under 30 seconds so I can use it on the show. <laughs> okay. We we just can't do it. We, I, we, I just can't do it. I I, I don't have the time. Ashes and I made magic. We have some pretty awesome stuff from uh, Mad Mike and, and the Violent Magnus when they were drunk the other night, as well as a little bit of a Ring of Honor recap. Uh, I'm probably going to throw Free it at the, end of the show. Uh, so, did you, the Wrestle fan? Did you do your job? Did you get any clips? Do we have anything going? Uh, on? There were there were no clips uh, that I think would fit, Main, mainly because of the I, uh, Mike's and uh, Magnus's. Um, there was a lot of rambling to not a point where I could pick out a 30 second clip. <laughs> And Concise. then I didn't want to pick one out for, uh. God damn uh, it, Russell fit, fan, you're grounded. For big freakies, I, because it was basically yelling at me, <laughs> and, uh, Mad Mike, and, uh, DJ Lunch. So Black. there you go. go. Room. We got feedback, and you get that really hey, easy. You can't ground Russell fan. He's a fucking F 18, bro. <laughs> I'm a fucking F 18. What was she doing with a shrimp fork hey, in the first? Hey, the scoreboard doesn't butt. lie. Never has. Who the hell movie was that from? 
I don't know it's one of the quotes. Oh my god. <laughs> These aren't from movies. Oh my god. I this is shit that he's saying in real life. Yeah, this, this is, is oh, this is just what he's saying in all the yeah, yeah, God. These are clips TV. from the he's interviews he's been saying. Well, I tell you what, you guys, you can you can you can send us your favorites, Charlie Sheen because quotes. Because that's Direct what links. winners do. Direct links right here. I got a Twitter from somebody. Winning. Oh, it's you know, FS Football. Sorg, next week, I'm going to introduce a new game to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. What's Winning. that? The game is going to be called Iron Sheik or Charlie Sheen. Uh, I like <laughs> this. Yes! I like I this. A, I read a hilarious article that was uh, Charlie Sheen or Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, but you can input on that, and there's much other Charlie Sheenisms on this week's gold uh, with Mr. Dave Lagana as well. Uh, right here, you can get it on your iPhone or Android. Uh, unfortunately, on Android, it's also the wrestling show for some reason. Uh, but We're you can get the only that show on the Android. It's a dollar ninety nine. You can listen to the audio version of this show, <laughs> and uh, there, there, he's got it up in the Bronx, right there on his iTouch, iPhone, iPod Touch. I'm sorry. Rob De La Creta. Uh, and I got right here on my 3GS. It can go on your iPad. Uh, just make it bigger. And you get video, exclusive video content we don't put anywhere else as of yet, at least. Uh, and we have a little bit of clips coming up at the, at the, at the halfway point here. Um, so let's get right into it, guys. What is the best of the fan mail this week? We um, got I know, an email I know. from a Zachary Rizza. Yes, the Riz had a very special email that he sent Monday afternoon. It was that important for him to get it off his chest. Good so, on you, kid. Yeah, good. <laughs> he just didn't want me bitching at him. Good on you, kid. Uh, from the youngest guy, probably. Uh-huh. What the fuck have you been watching, Russell fan? Have you been watching, like, Doctor Who? <laughs> Why the fuck not? I just got a new WNS voicemail. I don't... I, for realies? For realies. Like it came oh in, my god. It came in eight minutes ago. If somebody can mute and see if that's worth three. Somebody, somebody is actually listening. Somebody said, yes, we'll- I will voicemail those people. You know what? Like While right you're reading voicemail, I will check and see what this voicemail is. Please do. Please do. And I, um, while you do that, I'll cover the Rizmail. Go for it, sir. WMS. That's us. That is us. Mm. Today, I would like to describe to the people of the WMS fanhood why WWE has survived the WCW days, and in turn, will one day stop total nonstop action. <laughs> w- this is this w- is this is a freaking uh, memorandum or something. It's Memor- you mean Mirandum? What? Mirandum? Uh, Thunderbottom. Miran- what am I? Memorandum. Sorry. Oh, sure, sure, Memorandum. good enough. Mumble. Uh. WWF and WWE has survived over the years, not mainly because they have the better wrestlers or the better storylines, because let's face it, dot, 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 they don't have both of those, even though they are getting better. They survived by shutting the hell up. At the beginning of the Monday Night Wars, people forgot that WCW Monday Nitro was the live show and that WWE only had one or two live Raws a month. So every week that Raw was taped, Mike Tanay and Tony Schiavone, or Tony Schiavone, would spoil the main event on Monday Night Raw, and that's when the whole, that would put butts in the seats line, was created, and the whole axis of the Monday Night Wars. And we'll never forgive them. The joke fair, soon, didn't... soon after that, Raw started going live every week. That's true. True. The jokes didn't end there. Remember good old OK? Anyways, what was WWE doing at this time? They were pretending like the other show never exists and only focus on making their product what it ultimately became. 
Not a peep came from the WWE about how bad WCW was getting, or how bad Goldberg really was, or how shitty of a writer Vince Russo was and still is. Not a peep from the wrestlers as well. Now there's TNA. Let's face it, TNA does have better athletes that do cool moves and would probably be one of the best organizations, dot dot dot, if they promoted their wrestlers properly. <laughs> However, the announcers and wrestlers still rip WWE every chance they get. Example, Taz stealing Cole's vintage line numerous times. You know, Grant- also, sometimes on their program, they say that they're not the number one company. They make several references that WWE is the top company. Like, Madison Rain exactly. even told Mickey James that she was the best women's champion in the best company. <laughs> okay, that's, continue. That's, that's kind of sad. Uh, granted that times, ch- granted that times change, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook rule the world, and single wrestlers have the right to say what they want to say about TNA. Example, Chris Jericho. However, it's never on television. No one in WWE, besides Caval, but dot dot dot, but no one ever watched NXT, went on television to bash TNA. Just like nobody bashed WCW when they were still going. Bashing um, slash taunting- uh, Hold on, hold on, hold the fuck on. <laughs> Does Riz not remember DX invading WCW? Mm-hmm. But I did. I they did read it. Uh, with a tank. billionaire Ted. True. Yeah. However, I apparently, according to an interview with Vince Russo, he wrote the DX thing, so I don't count that as anything like that happened because uh, Vince Russo doesn't exist in my mind. <laughs> Wrestle fan, that was <laughs> one of the biggest uh, angles in the whole Monday Night War. They wore armbands that said P-O-W-C-W. They went to the headquarters where you could actually see the sign that said World Championship Wrestling. That's true, but I mean, it's... I Take it up with the email. Finishing it off, uh, bashing slash taunting slash teasing another company is like a schoolyard bully. Two ways to end a bully's reign of terror is to, one, beat the fuck out of the bully... Or B, ignore them and they would just stop. WWE is doing both. Until next time, sticks and stones may break my bones, but I will kick you repeatedly in the balls, Riz. Hey, there I am. Uh, well, <laughs> I got kicking the balls. Hey, hey, the I got kicked in the balls. Um, I, well, I think he, he's right. Remember, you know, back in the day, WWF didn't acknowledge that there was other wrestling. You know. True. And, and I think we're still in that, like, you know, we talk about the other company, you know, I mean, how many times I, I hear, you know, indie promotions talk about going up the road, you know, in, in, in local stuff. I mean, it's 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 just something that happens with wrestling. I mean, we're talking about a very machismo kind of sport entertainment thing. So it's always big to talk up your competition and poke fun at that. But, so. but see, the thing is, you can mention your competition. Mm-hmm. But if you mention them in a breath on your program that says you're not better than them, mm-hmm. like ECW clearly was the number three promotion. But if you went to an ECW show or watched their program, you'd never know it because they always said they were the greatest. Yeah. They they time. acted they exactly. acted like they're on top of the world. Well, even like and T- that's why and that's why the things with DX, mm-hmm. the things with Billionaire Ted and all that worked. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with um, T- and you say it quite frankly, Mike, you know, pe- they address on TNA that they are the number two company. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's then what if you say that, why should anyone watch your product then? Yeah, yeah. And whereas they used to be, we are wrestling, we are where you come to wrestling. Now they, I mean, do they even say we're the alternative anymore? You know, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't I think, think that's so. their their big push is like we're the alternative to 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 the big mainstream. Or I don't even know if they could go in that many terms, but uh, yeah, it, it it's I don't know. It's it. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I think I think TNA is a lot like uh, the universal language of Esperanto. It's a really good idea done very badly. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just one, it, like, it could be so good, but it's just one mistake after another that just dooms it to death. Hmm. True. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got one more here. No, that's from last week, isn't it? We have yeah, one from Pierre, a Pierre Kelly. We do have a Pierre Kelly. Oh, I know Pierre Kelly invited me to the WCW Memorial Day of Remembrance on March me 23rd too. at noon. Uh, let me let me check this out here. Uh, I was kind of <laughs> curious about this. Um, so this is the first time I'm opening up. Oh, I gotta log in to Facebook. What the hell? Um, what, there was, there's not an actual email, is there? Yes, there is. Uh, uh, I'm looking at the wrong tags. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. Let's celebrate uh, the 10th year anniversary of World Championship Wrestling's death. We'll have to see if Johnny Gargano will have a celebration with us the day before that. Um, Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed. Yes, he will be returning. Um, so he's in the cat's pajamas. <laughs> so, oh, Adam Baum is attending this as well as Pierre Kelly. So, oh fuck yes, yeah, I want to go now. <laughs> I'm in. Son of a bitch, Adam Baum. Come on. Um, Adam, wait, he's not. Wait, isn't Adam Baum dead? I'm pretty sure. No. I mean, <laughs> Isn't he? Taz no, just tweeted right. that he wants Charlie Sheen to sit on commentary with him and Tanae. That would make that would make TNA twenty times more watchable. <laughs> that is an understatement. That would make TNA eighty thousand times more watchable. <laughs> Pierre Kelly to the WMS Nation. Triple H began to speak ever since a historic moment took place last week about his career and in general and why he wants to beat Undertaker at WrestleMania twenty seven to end the streak. I know that for a fact that out of 27 WrestleManias, 18 came close to beating him. Maybe number 19 is a charm. Uh, there was uh, also set up for a Michael Cole-Jerry Lawler confrontation uh, in the ATL. It's confirmed that Jack Swagger will be Coleslaw's trainer for the match, but there isn't a referee com- uh, yet to be determined, which I believe is Cole's selection, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's uh, going to be Charlie Sheen. It will be Charlie oh, Sheen. That would be a coup. Uh, back to the promo. Too bad they already Look, put the hosting position to the rock. With all these Charlie Sheen references, we really have to name the show Hashtag Winning. <laughs> well, no, hashtag, hashtag Winning, it's, it's Hashtag just, I Want it's Wrestling. the most appropriate there you go. thing. There you go. Um, I, I lost my spot. Oh, back to the Triple H promo uh, we talked about. Uh, the Mayo man named Sheamus attacked him and the promo was over, but Evan Bourne came in to stop him from being a casualty of him at Extreme Rules last year. Way to bring that full circle. Uh, for the <coughs> match, Evan knocked him in, knocked him out in all of the 28 second match. Welcome back, High Flyer. Uh, we missed you. Also, the Viper went on to take, to take Michael McGillicuddy's walkie papers out of the Nexus and in the main uh, event. That's not true. Michael McGillicuddy is not out of Nexus. He just can't accompany Punk to the match at Mania. Or have motor functions. 
that too. It was a Mrs. Knight in a steel cage, but before he did, uh, he knocked Daniel Bryan giving revenge to what happened at Night of Champions last year. But what? Super Cena, oh, hold on, okay. hold on. But uh, <laughs> Super Cena used his powers to not only win the match, but took Alex Riley and his high school jacket out with a pink slip. Uh, Wow. Uh, it, it makes me wonder how come some of the younger talent here in the company are buried. Uh, I just want to know. Uh, see you guys later. And remember, March 26th will be the 10th anniversary of World Championship Wrestling's passing. Pierre K, a.k.a. Mr. Techwood Drive. That's so, not, well, actually, that's not all pick. true. There I is a little bone to pick with uh, Mr. Pierre Kelly here. Okay. All right. Oh, give me this fucking, what's the younger talent, uh... Oh, getting buried. <laughs> fuck that and fuck you. Have you not been paying attention to wrestling for the past, I don't know, two fucking years? They've been pushing younger talent like nobody's goddamn business. If, okay, so two, two young guys lose a match on Raw. Big fucking deal, man. They're not fuck. You can't say, oh, they're burying them, burying the young guys, burying the young guys. Fuck that, all right? Yeah. You have to lose. You can't win every goddamn match. Otherwise, you have, you know, debacles like Goldberg. All right? Mm-hmm. They're not burying well, young guys. LB, they're pushing them. LB, you can't admit they're burying Sheamus. Yeah. I, 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 I admit, that was That was kind of bad. It's like what they've been doing with Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I, you can't say they're, bil- they're burying Michael McGillicuddy. You really expect Michael McGillicuddy no, to beat no. Randy Orton? <laughs> No, okay, let's let's be honest. Who? Okay, Sheamus is still getting out there every single week, uh, making money and getting TV time. Who are they really? You know who got buried? You know who really got buried in the history of the WWE? Fucking Brooklyn Brawler. He got buried. <laughs> Repo man. Hey, he got a win over Triple H. Repo man. You're right. That's true. Repo man. Repo man got buried. You know who got buried? The Undertaker. Oh, more than once. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 was horrible. That was yeah, that was bad. You know who else got buried? Katie Vick. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Boys, you got Ooh. Ooh. The, Oh, whoa. By Deep the way, Sorg, the voicemail is awesome. Oh, is it? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, the voicemail is like five sec. It's like five seconds, and it's awesome. All right, we'll bring it up here. Uh, anything else in the in the mail that I missed? Because apparently I'm not good at these last minute ones. That is all the. Uh, I believe that is all the email. Well, no, no, no. Uh, we, we do have an email from uh, Robert Snyder, the AON report. All right, real uh, quick. Uh, basically, well, he did post a video. I don't think we're going to show it because I don't know if we have the capabilities. No, we don't right now. Um, what uh, AON's uh, a recap of the year at AON. Um, I'm going to start with your match of the year promo from Colin Blair saying that him and the other two wankers are going to win match of the year. It doesn't matter who was in the match because he won it anyways. Cycle Fusion cuts a promo in the boiler room where he says he's got a surprise for C4 that he won't see coming. Uh, okay. <laughs> he then starts to take off his mask and the lights go out. The camera pans down to the floor where Psycho's mask is laying. Psycho is gone. Uh, predictions in the card for extermination. Um, ISP and Gnostikov versus the psychotic assassins Ryan Field and Manchild. Um, they pick mm-hmm. uh, ISP and Gnostikov. Zach Rain versus NJ Syndicate for the number one contendership for the TV title. 
Uh, they picked Zach Rame. C4 versus Psycho Fusion. They picked Psycho Fusion. Shane Malice Evil. versus Mar- <laughs> Shane Malice versus Marcus the Nomad Cage. They picked Malice in a squash. Justin Starr versus Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Um, for the TV Black championship, they picked, they picked they picked Justin Starr. I'd pick Black Lightning because his name is Black Lightning. Sherrod Hall versus James Ford, number one contender for the AONPA championship. They picked Sherrod Hall. Colin Blair versus Randall Fairway with Kess Edison at ringside for the AONPA championship. They are split. I pick Colin Blair. They have a promo where Manchild was trying to read. He had the book upside down, and someone stole his belt. <laughs> Ryan Fear says he's going to get back at them and take taking the for taking gotta, the belt. I gotta and be that, honest. I gotta be honest. I don't think I need any other reports from AON. I want a manchild report on what's when, going when on. When can we get manchild on this show, Sorg? I I, would, I don't know. He's probably from Parts Unknown or some crap. So how am I going to get a hold of him? Um, it's okay. I know the mayor of Parts Unknown. Oh, good. Just e- good email good. him. What? Email him at uh, manchild at uh, partsunknown dot example dot com. <laughs> All right, I'll look into that. I'll look into that. All right, I got the voicemail here. Uh, hopefully, this works because this is on the kind of the wonky machine for the audio stuff, and will not show the number. So. Who says the raw announce table can't be built in a commercial break? I say it so. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. <laughs> the hell was that? I was. That was it. That was okay. I told you it was good. Okay. On that note, I believe that, that is, is, that is kind of weird that they did break the announce table at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's that's good. That's nice and concise. This is how we want it. This is how we want it. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. More of this. I told you, like Zork. We'll play. They'll pl- we'll play those all night. No problem. No problem. Give them, keep them nice and short. Rest of you, you go to the back of the line after the credits. Um. So back of the line. I can't help. We were drunk. You were drunk and left like a uh, two and a half emails. Um, two and a half. Yeah. To, uh, and voice we listen to them in the morning, and we laughed our asses off. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. Of course, our guest tonight, Dave Lagana, uh, producer of uh, Ring of Honor on HDNet, and uh, p- uh, proprietor, I suppose, of uh, IWantWrestling.com and former writer with WWE. How you doing tonight? Doing great, proprietor. That's great. I don't know how to spell that, so we're off to a rolling start. So That's why I didn't Guess try to put it. So, but otherwise, I'm great. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, and the, the mysterious Dave Lagana, no picture, no video. Mm-hmm. We're, we just got a question yeah. mark. So, so everybody here, we'll just put the question mark up when you talk here, because uh, I couldn't fine. get the picture over. But uh, it's, it, there you go. You just gotta imagine with your mind. That's fine. Um, yeah, I didn't even. I don't think he even made an appearance on the video blog I made from uh, from the I want not from the uh, internet pay per view. I don't. It's just I like to be faceless. I'm like Sin Cara. I'm faceless. So. Your, your, your your hands in there. That's about it. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, that's 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 it's my uh, it's my hand. So, <laughs> or is it? Ooh, oh, mysterious. And if 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 people haven't fallen asleep already, they're about two minutes away from. So let's uh, let's rock and roll. Tonight. All right, let's get right into it. Um, well, first thing, uh, of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're a former WWE writer. Can you familiarize with uh, about what period were you were you in uh, with the? Fed? I was uh, the literally my first day in the company was the uh, the day the NWO debuted on that 
uh, No Way Out pay-per-view. Oh. And my last day was the day before the Royal Rumble that John Cena came back and no one knew. So that was six years, basically we 2002 and 2008. That, we were at that one. That is a momentous occasion I, yeah. for us. I, I, have yeah. to, I have to start. I have to kick things off with the question immediately. So I'm sorry to take the reins of this interview so quickly. Go for it. Pal. In 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 a in a revolving door kind of uh, place, WWE known for its writers coming and going so quickly. How did you? Uh, uh, what do you what do you owe to your uh, longevity with the company? Um, large bribes, uh, bagels covered in chocolate, and no, I, I I'm a big believer in hard work. Hmm. I'm a big believer in um, learning from people around you. Um, I have my fans and I have my non-fans who were there. Uh, I think I've given the number before. Brian Gewertz and I sat and did the numbers once. It was something like 50 people in six years that kind of came through that department. But that job, like a lot of jobs, are not meant for everybody. There's a reason people go to uh, medical school to become doctors. You know what I mean? There's there's no real school to become a, a pro wrestling writer. It's There's a lot of stuff you kind of need to know about yourself before you get that job. And, you know, it's a job I learned a lot about myself in, and I feel like I grow as a human being every day I work in pro wrestling, mm-hmm. kind of how to deal with people and, and everything. So my longevity there, you know, one went for a lot of hard work, I think, uh, a smidge of creativity, uh, a deep passion and love of wrestling, and, you know, just being flexible. I think a lot of people have a lot of ego when it comes to themselves and, and in pro wrestling. It's understanding your place in the world. It's it's to, to quote The Rock, know your role, pal. And, uh, you know, I knew mine was to just do my work and, and not ever look for credit. The most interesting thing, of course, you know, I'm a big fan of the podcast, I have to say. Um, you know, you, you have a lot of other uh, WWE writers on there. And one of the most fascinating things I heard uh, recently uh, on your uh, one of your episodes was about the kind of, like, social ecosystem that happens there amongst amongst uh, the writers. Uh, I, uh, one guy you had on there was talking about how uh, uh, these guys don't usually have friends outside of the production, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, it's it's a it's a very time consuming job, and you know I get a lot of uh, got a lot of feedback. Twitter's been a, a very nice thing to me, which is twitter dot com backslash at Lagana, mm-hmm. or my alternate Twitter name at Charlie Sheen uh, is my other one that I uh, <laughs> have been just started up. Um, it's a good start. But, good start. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that that's me with Brie Olson also. Um, oh, but no, I the, the, it's a hard oh. job. You're gonna have to spend a lot of and and people are like, well. Do you think the environment is not good to uh, foster creativity? Well, it's it's the environment that the chairman of the board has. Mm-hmm. So, and he works hard. He's at that office all the time. Do you know what I mean? He's there twelve hours, fourteen hours a day. That's what I mean. I bring up about working hard. You know, it's it, it, he want he demands that you work hard. And if you can't stomach it, if you have a girlfriend who is needy, then she ain't gonna like it. So, I mean, I I had one girlfriend in the six years that I worked there. You know, and it didn't last very long and only lasted as long as it did because she worked there, too, and she understood. But, you know, if you have any part of your life that needs your t- attention on the outside, it's very hard. And, you know, people have kids, people are married, and it just comes to be a question of do you want to put your life through that and is it worth it? And for me at the time it was. I was 26 when I went to work there and now I'm not. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's just – you know, I don't think I would go back under the same circumstances unless the system changed. I, I love the work, mm-hmm. and I never turn down work 
when it comes to working hard. But the system is exactly the same there today as it was before. And I don't feel like that is the kind of environment. I'd rather investigate something new like the website and working with a company like Ring of Honor or any company that is looking for a chance to expand themselves. I'd love to be able to lend my expertise to. And that's kind of the work that I'm looking to do now. And that seems to be the biggest thing from, uh, you know, uh, people that seem to be, uh, at least from what we see in the news, you know, uh, as, as fans of it, uh, uh, the people leaving seem to be uh, going to TNA's greener pastures for a lower work schedule and, and seemingly, I guess, less pressure. It seems to be the, the perception, at least. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've never worked there, uh, never had any real serious discussions with anyone there. Um you know, I don't know how their work schedule is. You know, I'm sure. I mean, the guys who travel do it. I'm sure the TV people would say, "Hey, we got a really hard pressure schedule." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know my my editor at HDNet. He's worked 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. It's just him though. Mm-hmm. The production staff of ROH is three people, as far as the TV show goes. It's me, a producer, and uh, a great editor, Andy Edwards, who know, knew nothing about wrestling, but said, "Hey, teach me." And he's gotten it so great. And it's, it's such a shame the show is ending because yeah. he's become the number one. All the great videos that you've seen kind of on the pay-per-views and all that stuff, he, he cut them. I produced them. But he did the man hours and, and went through my manic, silly notes of, well, do we can we take this one line out and put this in? And he just he makes all that stuff fly. And it's going to be uh, it's a shame that he's not going to be working full time on the product anymore. But, you know, it's. It comes down to the amount of time you want to invest in yourself. And that's, to me, the number one piece of advice I give any wrestler, anyone that works uh, in any job is what are you investing in yourself? If you go to a job and, and do a job for somebody and, um, you know, you, what are you getting out of it? And I'm not saying, you know, money or whatever. But if you're not growing as a person, if you're not investing yourself with a job, uh, you know, I don't know why you would be doing it. And to me, Finding a job where you can grow as a person, and then I'm just simply talking philosophically, but skills and, you know, I've basically taught myself social media over the last two years by trial and error, as opposed to go, looking at it and going, oh, that Twitter thing or oh, that Facebook thing. I'm like, all right, well, let's figure this out. And I am no expert, but at least I feel like I can figure out ways to utilize it to the best possible way. And that's what we've done with Ring of Honor is the production budget is about as, as uh, or not production, the marketing budget is about as expensive as a AAA battery. Uh, you know, that that's what we have to market the product. So we must find every possible free way to kind of get an attention on your product. Same with my website. I think I've spent a total of $150 on the website in the first two months and generated a lot more traffic than a lot of sites simply on messing with every possible potential uh, information portal that's out there. A lot of advantages out there. Talking about uh, Ring of Honor, um uh, obviously, you know, even with uh, HDNet, I, I, I've been there. I, I, I've seen. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I've been is it there. Snowing? I, <laughs> apparently, in DJ Lunchbox World, it is snowing a little bit. Uh, so we'll see. He's, we got some tech problems on his end. Uh, we're still figuring out. Uh, but I still anyway. love you, DJ Lunchbox. <laughs> in the blizzard. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been there. I've seen, I've seen the backstage HDNet. Uh, you know, seen the seen the trucks and everything. Uh, and, 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 and I know you like to see, you have like what, three people on the production staff otherwise. Uh, what, what, it, it, you, you have this TV product uh, that you, that you have had uh, up until recently coming up, uh, uh, versus the DVD things. How did that affect, uh, Ring of Honor and, 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 and I guess your movement from WWE to that? Um, cause it's, it, it's very, it's very interesting to see, uh, where they're going with that. Um, the aspect of, of what 
the difference between our TV tapings and let's say you know TNA or you know WWE is they they have to turn their product around a lot faster. So you know when WWE does a SmackDown, it's probably the easiest way to compare it. You know they're not doing a live show, but they're basically doing live to tape where they'll drop elements in, mm-hmm. timing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. At ROH, we do you know we were doing six episodes over two days. So and we're, we're doing six hours over you know two two days taping three hours you know each day, mm-hmm. uh, you know TNA does well and, you know when they were in North Carolina this past week they did four hours I assume they did in about three uh, it's just it's it comes down to and this is the kind of the skill that I've learned is how to get the most out of it you know like our three hour taping you know we don't I don't run any of the interviews we shot backstage any of the angles any of the packages because the people that are there they're there to see wrestling yeah and those poor 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 people in buffalo last night paid <laughs> upwards of $50 a piece to watch television and you know they were sitting there watching the rock which you know they could have done that at home you know what i mean you still got to give the people mm-hmm. that pay or in that arena a quality wrestling product even if it's, you know, and the promos were fine. It just was a lot of it. But, you know, the, what we strive for was to keep them constantly entertained, not to have any downtime, because we produced all our stuff earlier in the day. I mean, that they don't need to be sitting there while we shoot an interview backstage that they're not seeing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? They, they'll see that at home. So our, our, our goal was just to get the biggest quality uh, we could out of what the equipment and, you know, the, the personnel we had. And for the guys who, you know, were on the TV show, it was a chance for them to go light years ahead of – uh, everyone else on the the outside of WWE and TNA uh, and, and learn how to, to be television stars and and now a guy like guys like you know if they were ever to go to TNA Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero or WWE can say you know for two years I know how to hit time keeps I know how to cut live promos I've, been, I've worked in television I know how to work towards a camera as opposed to guys on the independent scene you know they wrestle and they they. They B and M about which is bitching and moaning uh, <laughs> about well the camera guy missed my spot well did you tell anybody mm-hmm. you know that that like that was I trained everyone if you have mm-hmm. anything that is outside of the ring or that is unpredictable if you don't tell us we can't read your mind you know what I mean like yeah. you can't be as callous to believe that oh they'll catch it no you have to that that's that's part of any job it, preparing for anything i'm sure you guys preparing for this interview besides you know walking your dog <laughs> you know you at least did a little research and and prepared a little bit because if you didn't then you're going to be like well tell us what wwe's like which is my favorite question mm-hmm. uh, it's like asking the pope what his favorite prayer was you know what i mean <laughs> like how do how do you pick one thing you know what i mean there's got to be specific stuff so mm-hmm. anyway yeah, it, it's so. astonishing. I, I, I work a bit on the indie scene, uh, doing some videography, and uh, most of the stuff, it's like, uh, you know, at intermission, I'm told that somebody wants to go outside fighting. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have any cord to go there, so you can go outside, but nobody's going to see you. <laughs> so, it becomes radio at that point. Yeah, it becomes, and, uh, it's like you're you're lucky, you know, nobody knows what's going on, and, and the story ends, you know. Uh, but then I go to uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Ohio, is a great promotion uh that works around cleveland like like what and i and i watched you know uh, johnny gargano showing the video crew where where they're going to be going it's tremendous you know i mean like Mm -hmm. you know i I, I wish somebody would actually think about that you know in my neck of the woods um well you need to think you need to think about it i mean in all things it's you need to always be prepared you got to always no one is in your head mm -hmm. i think the Mm -hmm. biggest problem we all have as a culture is we know what we're thinking Mm -hmm. and we assume everybody else can hear it yeah why don't you understand and and in reality it's just simply uh, you know, you need to be able to communicate. And, and that's the key to all of professional wrestling. You need to be able to communicate. Definitely. You got to be able to communicate what you want out of a show. 
and the message and 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 to me a great wrestling television show asks you not to remember or focus on more than two to three things mm-hmm. or it's mm-hmm. two things an hour mm-hmm. so if you want me to walk away from a two a two-hour impact or a wwe show what are the four things you want me to remember if mm-hmm. you can't name four things from a show then i think the person behind it has failed Sound advice. I want to get a little bit more of that communication, especially online. But first, I want to ask, of course, you had an iPay-per-view uh, over the mm-hmm. weekend over at GoFightLive.tv. Um, I've, I've had discussions uh, with Joe Dombrowski about about uh, that kind of direction that Ring of Honor has uh, been going. Uh, and then we have a message from our general manager, it seems. Um, yeah, sorry. he was He's <laughs> letting me know that there's a match uh, for the next iPay-per-view. Oh, excellent. That's actually my ride, just letting me know that excellent. he's on the way. So <laughs> I, have, I have a limo coming to get me. Oh, of thing. course. Yeah. Of course. Um, only the best. Uh, so, uh, we, we, you know, this is new ground with the iPay-per-views. Um, and, and you guys have been doing these for uh, about a year now? Uh, it's This was our sixth, I think. Sixth, uh, okay. Yeah, it's our sixth one. We started with uh, which one? You started with? We started with uh, Final Battle two thousand nine. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it sounds like the 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 people are, people are discovering it. Um, mm-hmm. Which in uh, uh, you know what do you what do you think the future is that? And is this a way to kind of uh, you know find something outside of that pay per view market that seems to be dwindling, especially for professional wrestling? Uh, I think people will always want to spend money to be entertained. Mm-hmm. The question is. Which portal are they going to do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow a really good company on Twitter. It's at Digital Royalty. If we just Google uh, Digital Royalty, they are the people that manage The Rock's social media. They're the people that manage Dana White's social media. And mm-hmm. the head of the company uh, twittered, you know, a good social media, and I'm, I'm going to screw up the quote, uh, is basically providing the content wherever the people are that want to digest it. Exactly. And if you're not on Twitter because, oh, this, or you're not utilizing it correctly, if you don't have your videos on YouTube, if you don't have uh, a podcast, if, you don't have, if you're not providing content wherever anybody is getting content, um, you, you know, within reason. Now, Ring of Honor isn't on regular pay-per-view because the upfront cost for that would sink a company like Ring of Honor if it doesn't mm-hmm. succeed. Mm-hmm. But internet pay-per-view, the costs are so ridiculously low. Basically, your show is an internet pay-per-view, just you're not charging anyone for it. You understand, like that? We're, we're insane. <laughs> well, you should be charging, goddammit. Hey, pal, come on, make some money here. That's no, what but, the um, iPhone apps for. That's their pay per view. Yeah, I mean, but but that's the thing is 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 now this is a great way. You know, I, I got a great message. Someone's like, you need to have replays on the internet pay per view. Okay, if you want replays, go to TNN. You, you have a replay. The mm-hmm. internet pay per view, you can watch it over and over again. Mm-hmm. If you buy an internet mm-hmm. pay per view from Go Fight Live, you can watch it over again. You can rewind. It has that quote unquote DVR type function. You know what I mean? This is a different type of experience. It's almost like you're there live with a better seat. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing, especially for the cost. What's TNA cost? 35, 40 bucks in pay per view. WWE's 55 if you want an HD. Yeah. You know, yeah. our pay per views are 15 right. bucks. I think they should be more. I think they should be $20 for what we're really giving everybody, honestly. And, um, you know, I think that's the right price for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, uh, Roku is actually supposedly be carrying uh, Go Fight Live for the live pay per views in the next uh, few months. I know the, the VOD. If you have a Roku, they have a channel on there. You know, if once you're logged in, you can actually watch. I think you can watch the Ring of Honor pay per views, mm-hmm. and they become a great partner. You know that we had some hiccups early, but you're gonna with with a situation like this, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and but they they just put a press release out today. I'm gonna hopefully put it on my site tomorrow about they're combating piracy. 
Yeah. And I don't know if you, anybody who watched in their pay-per-view, there was a point on the thing where a couple letters popped up. And I don't understand how their technology works, but they shut down a lot of piracy, I guess, on this past weekend. And the best part was, and if you follow me on Twitter, there was some very – actually, I'll, his Facebook name was Donald HBK Jr. And if you're friends with him, unfriend him. He went on our, <laughs> our Ring of Honor Facebook page and put, anybody got a stream? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I emailed him. I said, "Did you really? Are you really dumb? It's like going. It's going in front of the police uh, the, uh, department, saying, hey, you anywhere know where I can steal some money?' And and and, and <laughs> this was so stupid. So I emailed him, and his response was, "Well, I saw somebody else did it." So I, I gave the old <laughs> adage, "Well, if my you know my mother, if somebody else jumped off a bridge, would you?" So you know, piracy to me, and, and this is just such a different tangent. But if you're stealing from me and stealing from the wrestlers, you have no voice. You cannot speak out what you like. Mm-hmm. You, if you find ways to steal from the any any department, you shouldn't have a voice in what. Oh, this show was weak. You stole it. You 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 went out of your way to steal this product, and and I had someone try to defend him, saying, "Well, don't you think we should be able to get a taste of it so we know if we want to spend the money?" There's plenty of you know what I mean. Like that's like saying, "Oh, I want to watch the first ten minutes of this movie and then decide I want to stay for it and not pay." Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially for something like that. That's you know. Trying to get a foothold in a market like this that you obviously want to support. That the Ring of Honor isn't on television, or because we don't have the capital, because people steal it, and it's Mm -hmm. such a silly thing. So, so if you steal anything, you have you should you're not allowed to voice. You shouldn't be allowed to vote. You shouldn't. You have no voice in any product that you steal from. Off soapbox. Real quick, I know we got a a heart out here. I want wrestling.com. It's your new, I think, as it says on your site, a a social uh, media wrestling experiment. Uh, I've been enjoying a big fan of social media, obviously, with the podcast and everything. Uh, Tell us how that came to be and uh, what are some uh, some interesting things that have happened uh, since that's built up. I love the one I want wrestling campaign. Yeah, the it started almost a year ago, uh, or almost two years ago, when we when we launched the HD Net show. I uh, was trying to find, you know, and you see a lot of movies have separate little marketing campaigns, social media wise, mm-hmm. you know, and actually it's funny, the, uh, I think the movie Hop has one, I think it's I Want Bunny or something, or <laughs> I Want uh, Eggs or something, but uh, they stole it from me, damn it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, so like, I was trying to come up with something for, uh, for ROA to separate us from TNA and WWE, and I had come up with these. Uh, and I've told the story before, so I don't think I'm going to end up doing it. But I came up with these commercials back two years ago when those Mac ads were still on, you know, Mac and PC. Mm-hmm. And I had two characters. One was called Action. The other one was called Entertainment. And uh, they were going to be having the same kind of dialogue uh, that the, you know, Mac and PC were going to have. But neither was going to be right. You know what I mean? And the Mac commercial was always Mac looking smarter. And the idea was, you know, while these two fight about silly stuff. Uh, you know, here, here's if you want wrestling, this is where wrestling is. If you want to have companies argue over being their, their action and their entertainment, we're wrestling. You know, this is where it was. So that's where the I want wrestling came from. And you know, I, I had bought the URL and I was just kind of sitting on it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna do this because I I wanted to invest in myself. Um, you know, my Twitter's great, and I wanted to start building a brand that I believed in. I believe in this idea. I believe that we all should be able to say, you know what, this is what I want from wrestling. I don't want, uh, you know, a two-hour show of wrestling. I'll tweet, you know, hashtag I want wrestling. What everybody wants is different, and that's the idea. I'm not, I'm not looking to sell my message. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to sell the idea that everyone should speak out with what they want, and that's what the hashtag. I, anyone can use it for anything. 
You know what I mean? Like that's what it's there for. And so the, and then the, the, the site is just simply a marketing tool for myself and showing, you know, how you can grow an audience simply by being passionate about what you want. Too many people are negative about the wrestling business. Uh, mm-hmm. I try to not be, you know, there mo- we all have our moments of uh, negativity, but I, I really, I've gotten so much from it in the last 26 years as a fan and working in it that I feel like I should share a little bit of myself with it. And that's what the site's for. Uh, real quick, uh, so you're somebody that's using uh, uh, social media in a very positive uh, uh, side of wrestling and what it can be. Uh, what do you think? We've had a lot of discussion here on the show about, uh, you know, uh, came out, Mashable had articles and awards for WWE about, uh, and, and you, you talked about, uh, I believe, about how WWE uses uh, the, the, the wrestlers and the Twitters and the Facebook pages that each of one of them is their own brand and what, mm-hmm. how much that means. And then we have people like, in our opinion, uh, collectively on the show, uh, guys like, uh, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy or, or, or Kevin Nash that, that, that speak out, you know, uh, you know, out of turn or, or make themselves look, you know, for lack of a better term, it seems foolish. Uh, using these tools. Uh, what, what, what do you think about what's going on there? And is there kind of like a dividing line about who can handle this and who can't and, and, and who should be kind of banned from, 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 from Twitter so they stop getting their company in trouble? Uh, it's Twitter is life. <laughs> yes. If, if you open your mouth and you say something stupid in life, now it's just simply goes out to an audience. I love it because it cuts out the middleman. Mm-hmm. It cuts out mm-hmm. shows like this because now I can just go out there and say whatever I want. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I have to build my audience. Um, and that's the thing is, is now PR people, you know, PR people hate it. You know, a lot of <laughs> PR companies won't endorse their clients to do it because it gets rid of their job. But what this is allowing is, is you got to be smart. And that's the, that's the, you have to think about everything you say all the time. And now this is just, if you say something stupid on there, mm-hmm. you direct message somebody something stupid or regular message or whatever, you have to realize that it's it's there and it's out there. And I actually talked about this with Robert Flores from ESPN on one of the podcasts because he's a broadcaster. He is on ESPN every night. And if he says a curse word on ESPN, he's off the air. Yeah. He says something stupid on his Twitter about a girl that he saw walk down the street. So just it, it's it's a great life lesson for yourself. And the talents out there are brands. Kevin mm-hmm. Nash is a brand. Kevin Nash used Twitter and social media and, and websites to get people excited about his return to the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. That was a win. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt Hardy got people excited for him to go to TNA, but the problem was I felt like his debut was handled improperly as composed to The Rock. There was no peak for his return. You know, what I mean, it's all kind of, and, and it's it. What nice about it is, it's a constantly ever evolving uh, thing. Charlie Sheen hit the, the sweet spot today. He launches Twitter <laughs> in the middle of this great publicity, and let's look and see how many people Charlie Sheen has on his Twitter uh, in one day. Let's see. I'm typing. I'm typing. I'm typing. Charlie Sheen is at 286,000 in under four hours. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> wow. But now, if he would have launched his Twitter three weeks ago, it probably would have slow drip. Mm-hmm. But he is on the minds and, and hearts of everybody. And now he is. And I don't agree with anything that he's doing. You know what I mean? Like whatever is his story. But he is out there publicly and he is hitting when it's hot. And this is the thing is that he's trying to create momentum for himself and he's cutting out the uh, the media that's covering him. Now people can get exactly updated from him right on social media. That's a great power. And it's also a great responsibility. 
And it's something that, you know, uh, I learn and struggle with on an everyday basis, trying to think about, you know, how to entertain people, how to get, you know, how I feel, oh, this is going to be considered negative or how to make somebody be entertained. That's why I tweet during Raw is like, I just tweet what I'm feeling. And, you know, nine times out of 10, I'll get somebody go, I just thought the same thing or, oh, that's stupid. Why would you say that? Or, you know what I mean? It's, it's conversation. And I think we don't converse as much. And this cuts down conversation as far as I'm concerned, but at least it's a different type of conversation. Excellent. Um, I, I really want to have you on sometime when we can have a longer conversation. I think this is fantastic. Uh, but I do want to get, uh, one really quick, uh, fan <laughs> submission. Uh, um, let's see on Twitter, ironically enough, um, at Chris Riddle asked if, uh, you can do a good Kevin Dunn impres- impersonation. I'd rather not even. Okay. <laughs> you can ask another question. I don't, it, Kevin Dunn is Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn's a very rich man. Uh, me making fun of him does not affect his bankroll at all. So. Fine enough. Fine you can enough. Ask another question. All so. right. Well, Wyatt, Wyatt uh, asks, uh, would you consider replacing Vince Russo on the TNA creative team? Uh, I'm open to working wherever uh, people feel like my skills are uh, would be best used. <laughs> uh, TNA, Dixie Carter, uh, we always have an open line to you and our suggestions. And I think uh, you need to go to IWantWrestling.com and contact Mr. Atlagana. And uh, what's funny is, is her, uh, you know, I'm friends with Andrew Goldstein, who works at Spike TV. He was mm-hmm. on he was on, he created the uh, the name formerly creative, uh, you know, two years ago uh, when we had lunch one day as an idea for, uh, you know, he had it as a full website, which I felt like oh, was wow. a little small or a little small thinking. But uh, he said, I, I you know, I'm push. He, he did a, He did a podcast with Dixie that I had. I have on my mm-hmm. site. You know, I have it linked on. A, it's the top story right now. And I want wrestling. You know, because she's speaking, you know, out about her her show on on Thursday. So I'm, I like Dixie. I think she has, you know, to run a company, you have to be smart. I mean, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to to I'm trying the best way to say this. You have to be a leader, and she's leading that company. Mm-hmm. And you know, they haven't, you know, uh, WCW crashed and burned in under two years. You know, she's led the company for nine years. Have they been as profitable as they should be? No, but she still is is in charge of that company. Until you have to lead, you don't know the pressures of being a leader. So, you guys can ask a couple more questions. I have, I have a few more minutes. So, oh, um, well, let's see here. I'm just I'm waiting for a text. Once the general manager texts me, <laughs> uh, then I have to go. So, are you, uh, the rest of our peanut gallery have any questions here? Come on, DJ uh, Lunchbox, oh. the dog. Let the dog answer a question. <laughs> the dog, the dog would probably not be as pleased. But I do have a question because um, mm. I've seen. Um, the past um, ROHI pay-per-views. And um, one thing I think that surprises me the most out of anything is the fact that, and we kind of mentioned this earlier, um, the ability to produce a very, in my opinion, very professional show on your end um, when in the case of ROH on HDNet, when you're producing it out of, you know, the ECW arena Mm. or um, in the case of uh, the pay-per-views when you're in Manhattan or in a gym in like Chicago, um, do you find it difficult to uh, be able to um, have uh, high production uh, for an independent wrestling uh, show? Um, I'll, I'll give you my independent wrestling. Independent wrestling is like independent movies. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't hate the term independent wrestling, but I think people see themselves, oh, we're just an indie. Well, uh, Chasing Amy was an independent movie, but it was still <laughs> a really good movie. And I hate to give that as an, an independent <laughs> thing. Or Cedar Rapids was an independent movie. Sometimes your sets aren't as beautiful as... Uh, Avatar or Titanic, but as long as you're telling great stories and using the technology you have, and if you go to, to, to my website, IWantWrestling.com, you'll see my production blog as far as, 
you know, uh, what, what I went through for, to get that show on the air. And it's a very small thing. It just, it shows the equipment we're working with. We didn't have mm-hmm. a truck for the pay-per-view. We had a, a computer, basically the same type of show you guys are doing, you know, a thing called a TriCaster that Go Fight Live uses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's what we had, like, and, but it's still, but still I was able to cut cameras, you know what I mean? And, and the philosophies that WWE has as far as cutting cameras, I don't have the greatest, um, you know, submission equipment and stuff but you know it's simply trying to make it look as as enjoyable as an audience if you're sitting at home you want to see a close-up of a guy when he's selling you don't want to be on the wide shot mm-hmm. that's that to me right. is the, the philosophy and i have i watch a couple other internet pay-per-views and i find the cuts to be lazy i find the you know the the announcers to be talking move 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 when i'd love to know why that guy does that move or what mm-hmm. he's attempting to do you know it, it's simply trying to tell a great story like a great independent movie or like a great movie that's the that's the philosophy we go with the roh shows everyone and i read a lot of feedback on this one. Oh, it wasn't as good as final battle well that's the crescendo of our entire year you know every right. show is different every movie it's every chapter of a book is not going to be the the climax you can't climax every minute otherwise sex would be really exciting otherwise <laughs> um thank you whoever for that. imagine if it was all climax my god the poor man or woman that you'd be with um but you know it takes it takes a build and and these are these are stories if anyone bought that pay-per-view and weren't satisfied i'd love you to raise your hand i can't see it but you know i don't think anyone's raising their hand so you know that's 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 how i look at that philosophy uh from the chat room dr scooter aj that's been here on the show uh previously um is asking what you what do you think of uh, Google and YouTube trying to get into uh, live sports st- streaming? There's been rumors about uh, the NBA and NHL potentially uh, uh, being streamed in YouTube in the near future. It's it's the equivalent to me of uh, the leap from radio to television and the mm-hmm. leap from television to internet. It's just an, it's the next step. Uh, nobody had cell phones 11 years ago. I mean, people did, but not as as rapidly have they become. Uh, it's just another portal. It's just another way to communicate. Um, I think it's great because I'm sitting here watching NBA TV, but man, I hate direct TV. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I hate paying $70 for all these channels. I want to be able to like with the internet, you can get whatever you want, uh, departmentalized. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're Charlie Sheen, you like Brie Olson, you buy the Brie Olson channel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you buy what you want. If you like ring of honor, you buy the ring of honor internet pay-per-views. You don't have to buy mm-hmm. TNA. You don't have to buy WWE. It, it allows you to have more choices. And it does feel That's like it does it. feel like it's being shipped away. I went without cable for several months, and really the the reason I went back was because Monday Night Raw is not online legally, at least. Um, and uh, the pits, you know, the Penguins NHL, you know, and football was on there for the most part uh, over a lot over the air, you know, uh, and 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 the the ones that aren't making it easy are going to lose out, I think, in the long. In the long well, that, run. that's why I love the internet pay per views, and because it allows Ring of Honor to be live. Mm-hmm. We are a live culture. Charlie Sheen is a lot, and I hate to keep harping it. Charlie Sheen is a live story. This is not a story you want to. You don't. It's not a story you want to be following two weeks from now. Yeah, you want to be following it as it happens every day or every minute because this is just simply what people. The water cooler is gone. Twitter is the new water cooler, and it moves a lot friggin' faster. Right. <laughs> um, I do one more question. question. Uh, Go ahead, Mike. Okay. In your time, in your time in WWE, was there any? story or idea that you pitched that you thought really could have gotten off the ground that never did? I think Funaki is world champion. 
I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't try to look back at things that you know. I don't even remember half the pitches I got on the you know did on the air. Again, mm-hmm. I don't look for credit. Mm-hmm. I just look for the work that I did do. You know, I was real proud of guys like John Cena and Eddie Guerrero that I felt like I had a a, a good help in in their launch. Um, I was just really proud of the time and the stuff that I did and the, and the people that I helped. You know, and and now like a guy like Charlie Haas who despised me heavily when I worked on WWE Creative and now we're friends because now the all the barriers that made working together hard at WWE make it so good to work together at at uh at Ring of Honor. So and I I just I I'm happy for any opportunity I ever had and and ecstatic about the opportunities I have now in life. Excellent. Excellent. So are you are you out or is the limo arrived yet? Um, I'm going to go, uh, I got to brush my teeth because, uh, you know, I feel like I should be fresh and, and ready for my evening out, but, uh, I, I appreciate the time with you guys. Uh, and obviously, you know, when we can do it again and please send me a link and I'll, I'll send this out. I want to see what y'all look like and I want to see what the dog looks like. I'm curious about this oh, dog. Geez. I don't know. Can we hold the dog up? Is it a large dog? Wrestle fan? It, it's, it's a, she, she's very heavy and she will probably, uh, <laughs> Wrestle fan. Not, not anything that's on my, uh, uh, desk right now. Oh, okay. okay. I just say if she's heavy, you don't ever te- you don't ever comment about a woman's weight, even if she's a oh. dog. Especially if she's a dog. Russell Fan is a is a tiny boy. Is a tiny boy. I'm a tiny, tiny little man. <laughs> he learns about women every week, so that's that's another oh. rule for you. There's a great actually in the podcast I'm putting up uh, uh, in a few hours tonight with uh, John Carl. We actually talk about the book that helped the Miz get better with women, and actually has oh. helped his confidence, and and we feel is one of the reasons why he's so good at, at what he's doing now. So that's a little tease for the podcast that's going to go up today, and it'll be on iTunes tomorrow. So Tremendous. Tremendous. Thank you very much, Excellent. Dave Lagana. I want wrestling.com. You can find out more about the, the next pay-per-view, iPay-per-view, sorry, at rohwrestling.com. Thank you very much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's a little sneak peek at gold. We'll be right back. He'll, he'll do it. He'll turn into an F. Don't say his name, don't say his name three face. times while looking into a mirror either. One of my favorite poets is Eminem. Why wouldn't you want to summon Charlie Sheen? That's true. What town do you all live in? Because it's like it's, it sounds like Conyers, Georgia. We're kind of everywhere. Um, I'm in I'm in Conyers, Georgia. <laughs> you all. That's right. We're gonna put it straight. Charlie Sheen is the most entertaining and intelligent I've ever seen him in my life. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. Are, are you basically saying that you believe? I don't need to buy Christmas presents for the for the year 2012. Oh, really? Okay. Like, I, I thought it would be waterproof. So we're talking, like, poolside, right. uh, iPad. Boogie board. Boogie <laughs> board. Uh, you can check us out at awesomecast.com. We are back, Wrestling Mayhem Show 259, and we are winning. Um, thank you, Dave Lagana. I want wrestling.com, rohwrestling.com to find out everything going on with him. And please, I welcome the Mayhem Nation to join the I Want Wrestling high ta- hashtag. Cause I know we have a lot of discussion on Monday nights, on Thursday nights, on uh, whatever night there is wrestling anymore. Uh, and then, and then get it on the community. Let's, let's become part of the bigger community, uh, that's developing around that. I think it'll be, it'll be great. Um, and, and, and check it, check the stuff out. It's good stuff. Um, and so, uh, speaking of good stuff, uh, WrestleFan has been diligently, diligently pouring over 52 weeks of mayhem uh, for the year of 2010, and I know you, maybe you're wondering if this was actually going to happen this year because it's well the it, end of February. It was a mystery. It, it's but, March, ladies and gentlemen. WrestleFan is here to present you with the nominees for this year's 
Mayhemies. Yes, folks, the 2011 Mayhemies. We don't have fancy skits, we don't have men in drag, but you will hear more F-bombs and you'll believe. It's the Mayhemies, folks. <laughs> you like that? Awesome. Yeah. Oscars was this weekend, I don't know. But um, definitely, I've been twiddling my thumbs, and we do have uh, some great, <laughs> great nominees for you to vote on. Be sure to send in your votes to... That thing at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Send in your votes for uh, the following categories I'm going to go through. Um, uh, we will you, be we will be posting this at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, potentially we might. Com. I, I'm thinking potentially we may set up a uh, vote system like we did uh, last year. So that's possible. A polling place. It's so fancy. We got a polling place. But no, uh, we use, we usually have, uh, email of the year. That's the big award that everyone mostly strives for each year. Mm-hmm. I had to, uh, edit this and make contributor of the year because it's not just emails anymore, folks. We it's moved ev- into a news that's right. age. That's right. It's we an evolution. The voicemail age. Yes. And the, and the nominees for contributor of the year go to Riz, um, mm. Pierre Kelly. Sean Burkhead and Big Freaky. Okay. What the last one being the reason why we have to change it to <laughs> contributor of the year. But there mm. you go. That's your nominees for contributor of the year. Also, a big Wait, award. Are the, you implying the, Big Freaky leaves voicemails? He he does those things. I thought he had a podcast, but whatever. Um, <laughs> new new Mayhemer of the year. This is a new award to celebrate those people that have uh, made uh, countless appearances on the Mayhem show. Uh, Maybe not live in studio all the time, but they have definitely been an influential part of the Mayhem show. Those nominees are Hot Wheels, Leading the Way, Prince Magus, The Riz, and finally AJ. And uh, once again, you can vote for those at good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. AJ needs a cooler name. <laughs> AJ definitely needs a cooler name. Because <laughs> we go with, it's like Hot Wheels, Riz, Violet Magus, AJ. 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 Styles with a Z, apparently. But now, uh, And then we move on to uh, Best On-Air Talent Award. Now, I'm not going to hold any favoritism to this award, but the nominees are... The Sorgatron, the DJ Lunchbox, the Mad Mike, and yours truly, the Wrestle Fan. Uh, so please also vote for that. Good times at WrestleMayhemShow.com. We then move. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. What's the category? Best on air talent. Remember, this is for 2010. Yes, you officially started hmm. here full time again in 2011. So you are you are automatically nominated for. I own the show. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I do that again. Well, that's another category. I win. <laughs> winner. You're not winning. eligible, John. Because we went over this last year. That's what winners do. <laughs> it doesn't count if you do it here. <laughs> next, As, next one uh, is an award that I enjoy every year. Countless nominees for this award because we have the award for best interview of the year. And I look back at all the interviews for 2010. It was a stacked group of people. 
We had a, a total of over 20 interviews this year. Absolutely amazing. Uh, hopefully with more to come that can be nominees for the same award next year. But I'm going to start it off uh, from WMS uh, 202, Johnny Gargano. Mm -hmm. From WMS 203, Ryan Mitchell. From WMS 204, Marshall the Bull Gambino. From WMS 205, Cody Diener. From WMS 208, mm. Lightning Mike Quackenbush. From WMS 209, Jason Gorey. From WMS 210, The Best Around. From WMS 211, Chris Maverick. From WMS 214, Jimmy DeMarco. For WMS 215, Sarah Del Rey. For WMS 216, Logan Shulo. For WMS 217, Shulo. the interviews that were conducted at the Chikara Fan Conclave, mm -hmm. which includes people such as Christopher Daniels, as mentioned, uh, Mike Quackenbush, uh, Dice K. Sekimoto, Bryce Remsburg, as well as others. Matt Cross, M-Dog, uh, Gargano Cross, again. Absolutely. Uh, WMS 220, Robert and Pam Allen, the writers of the um, Gordon Soli novel. Mm -hmm. WMS 221, uh, Joe Dombrowski, Bobby Beverly, and Bobby Shields. Filmed live in Philly. Live in the Philadelphia. Uh, WMS 222, Puppet the Psycho Dwarf. WMS oh, Don't vote for that. God. <laughs> oh, man. I know where my vote's going. Don't vote for that one. <laughs> WMS 224, <laughs> Butterbean. WMS also 224, SJK. WMS 227, Johnny Cashmere. WMS 229, Joe Dombrowski. WMS 232, Jimmy DeMarco and Michael Passad. WMS 242, Jerry Sags of the Nasty Boys. That was a good one. That was a good awesome. one. Awesome. That was indeed. WMS 245, Jimmy DeMarco and Chess Flexor. And finally, <laughs> WMS 248, the one and only Joe Dombrowski. You can vote for any of those nominees at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com. Vote for your favorite. And also the final award that I'd like to announce is a very special award, the Most Memorable Moment Award. Now, we, there have been a lot of memorable moments this year in uh, uh, the Wrestling Mayhem show. Some we might want to forget. Uh, some others we might not. But still, this poll has zero nominees. It is an open poll. So you can vote at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com for any, any of the memorable moments that you feel were the most memorable of 2010. And remember, it has to be um, from a show in the year 2010. So keep that in mind when you are voting. Um, so all send in your votes all to contribute the year, new Mayhemer Award, best on-air talent, best interview, most memorable moments to good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com as well as possibly at WrestlingMayhemShow.com if we do get a poll-up. And um, also including that night during the festivities of the Mayhemies, we'll have also special awards being given out to other people that weren't uh, in a specific category, uh, may maybe you, Chachi. Um, but definitely <laughs> support the Mayhemies. Go to send in your votes and enjoy uh, the Mayhemies, which I believe will be two weeks from tonight. I think that is the plan. We'll have it in two weeks. We don't currently have a guest scheduled for that evening. Uh, no, no, we don't. Uh, so I think that's what we're going to do that night. So. We'll see what we see. The 2011 they have a black tie affair, gentlemen. Oh yes, a black tie affair. Going to break that out. 
So yes. fantastic. Well, let's get into it. I know there's a lot of anger. I, I think we got into it uh. momentarily. Oh God, here it goes. Let's let's not go all night with this guys again. I I make no promises. Who 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 who, who declared it a rant on the show notes? Before we start with the anger, can I say something that was really awesome this week, and then we'll get to the anger? Okay, go for it. On SmackDown this week, mm -hmm. Dusty Rhodes turned heel. What? That wasn't crazy. It was amazing. Apparently, <laughs> I need to watch the rest of SmackDown. Wow. And, and I, I'll say it right here. I'll just say it right now on the Wrestling Mayhem show. I called it. What? I called it last week. Not the Dusty Rhodes thing. I called <laughs> it that at WrestleMania, we're going to have Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. All right. No all one right. else thought it was going to happen, but I um, called it. Well, I got to say, I agree with you. Do you listen to me at all? <laughs> I, I, I go in and out, Mike. I go in and out because it's you. He got his nose broken. That's been a Mania match. <laughs> Someone detracted me and said that wasn't going to be a Mania match. I forgot who. Uh, who knows? But, who knows? Anyway, We've had such Dusty a revolving Rhodes door here. Heel, folks. Dusty Rhodes the heel, and it's awesome. Has he ever? He's been, not checking and jabbing anymore. He's never been a heel. Dusty, That's no. Dusty Rhodes was a heel when he first started out, and he teamed with Dick Slater. Okay, and I know this because I had to log <laughs> the Dusty Rhodes DVD. Wait, so is is he Slater, a second generation superstar? Speaking, no, no, because gingers do not have parents. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. He's right. So, okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, Mad Mike, I believe you, you marked this as a rant. Uh, no, no, no. I am the one who marked oh, it. Oh, it's a yeah, little ball of fury this mm -hmm. year. Week. Because I'm, I'm loosening it up. I'm, because, um, I, I saw on Twitter, uh, last Thursday, a lot of people did watch Impact this week, including, uh, one David Ardemira, who apparently hasn't watched Impact in like two years, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was um, an so, interesting uh, so feed to watch. It was big for them. Um, I did not watch the entire episode of Impact. I saw recaps. Um, however, I did watch the um, last part, um, pretty much the end of the main event, which I, I actually enjoyed. And I, we mentioned last week on the show, at the very end of the show, that this week on TNA, they were going to have an announcement that was going to change the face of professional wrestling. That's oh, their words, man. not mine. Oh, man. We come, and then, you know, Mr. Anderson beats Angle and is now the number one contender for the world title. And then we cut to Taz and Mike Tanay, who say, wait, I believe that there is somebody in the production truck that is uh, sending us this footage. Um, and then, cue the rain. Oh, my God. Cue the black boots. Cue the jacket. Clue the, cue the eerily similar uh, font at the end. The little burning uh, thing or whatever. Cue the font at the end. Um, saying 3 3 11. 3 4 um, Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's 3 3. You're right. I, you're I, right. I know, because I have the image burned into my brain. <laughs> it is festering there like a. It's like a tumor. It's festering there like a tumor. <laughs> and well, go ahead, Mike. Oh man, I you would not even believe the amount of conversations that occurred at work. I took off the shades because I want people to see me when I say this. It's one thing 
to rip off concepts because every concept has pretty much been done to death. It's another thing to rip off a gimmick because most gimmicks have been done to death. Mm-hmm. Every seven years. But you, but you steal the entire fucking concept of a promo piece right down to the font at the end <laughs> is simply not only is it A, not creative two stupid because you don't understand that yes, although people wanted the 221.11 to be Sting it's not because they actually wanted Sting it's because <laughs> they wanted Sting and The Undertaker and six, it's because, my God, TNA, can you pick a fucking direction and stick with it? Just once. Just once. That's all I'm asking. Just once. In fact, the only thing I fucking like about TNA, the only angle that they've actually stuck with and have planned to see to the end, is this guy versus Sarita. It's this pretty sad. That's the only angle that you stick with. Here is the thing Ugh. about this segment. I have been pissed off at episodes of Impact before. I get pissed off um, at the very ending, usually, by something that they do. That usually stays with me for, at the longest, possibly 15 minutes after the show goes off the air. An hour and a half after Impact went off the air last Thursday, and I was still pissed off. (laughs) I was still fuming. It all it baffles me, and I, and you know we mentioned in the interview with Dave Lagata how you know TNA, um, the, being run as a company by Dixie Carter, and you know that's fine. I hope I am, I don't know the logistics of this because I'm not you know a lawyer or whatever. I pray to God that WWE sues TNA for copyright infringement for they all their work. Russell fan, they can't. Finn, they can't. I wish they would. I'm just saying. I wish they would. Please, WWE. In Russell fans' kill, hopeful kill world, kill them, kill them, and lay them at my feet. Basically, because I am basically, done. basically, you 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 want you want somebody to backhand these the TNA. For, I want that someone for, to smack the shit out of them. You you want somebody to proverbially go over there, smack them on the hand, and say, "Stop it." These are the people. They were TNA reminds no. me of the people in high school that steal word for word your college essay and turn mm-hmm. it in before you as your as their own. Okay, okay. Uh, DJ Lunchbox, uh, what do you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so angry I, that I, he's I, been thrown I off. I completely agree. Except I, I don't I don't know what it is. I just I don't get. I don't get angry about TNA anymore. <laughs> I just they. I they used don't, to not. Like I, I thought I they, don't, they don't make me happy. Low. I thought they couldn't uh, reach by any means, low. but I just I just don't. I I can't get emotional about these people anymore. Mm-hmm. They it's just expected. It's par for the course that they're gonna fucking be horrible and do terrible things. Mm-hmm. I just can't if, get my eye up thing, anymore. I think the thing with TNA is the fact that when we've been pissed. And been so angry about TNA, and I think Mike can vouch for this. It's been about their storyline. It's been about you know, oh, I don't like what they're doing with this wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, such and such, whatever. They should be doing a lot more. 
Yeah. They should be investing right. money in these people it's, and not the other it's, people. It's we see the potential and we see a lot of unrealized p- potential as fans. We're like, yeah. Oh, I like AJ Styles. I like beer money. I, like, I mean, th- th- those yeah. are concepts That's, I think are And the are fact that they don't show them enough. Yeah. That's the stuff that we've been pissed off about TNA in the past. Yeah. And, in and, this case, this is a complete low. For professional wrestling in general. No, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a stealing, really... Whoa, 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 whoa. Stealing. I know he you're a little young. Another person. But that is... That is oh, you're talking about being an all-time low. We're talking... I mean, there's a lot of pro uh, wrestling but I mean, I mean... So, Logistic-wise. I mean... Company-wise. Okay, there's a lot of pro wrestling out there. There's a lot of indies out, out there doing pretty I, shitty I'm things. I'm not talking about indies. Oh, I, and, I know. I'm just saying, I, on... on Wrestle fan, there have been a lot more these, things in wrestling. Did you read the death of WCW? Dude. I'm watching the death of WCW right now. It'll be Thursday. <laughs> it's like a replay. I didn't know they did reruns it's of like wrestling. Technically, this is like they reanimated the corpse of WCW <laughs> and have now tried to kill it again. Anyways, I don't, I don't want to... Like, no, this is like... um, What is it called when you're in school and they have... It's like... For me, it's like... 222 or 22111 uh to 3311 is good old JR to good old okay. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of follow you. Yeah. This is uh, mm, No, wrestling, mm. wrestling. This isn't one of the worst things in the history of wrestling. It's just I, I, uncreative and stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just uncreative it's and shitty. stupid. Mm-hmm. Which TNA, we mentioned before, but, has are you really so surprised much at this point? Oh, oh, who is um, shocked? We, who we is shocked that TNA did something? Because it gets worse. Yeah, no, because because I say this, TNA has so much potential. I watched a fan clip of, um, for those that don't know, because either you're living under a rock or you're freaking retarded, um, Sting Whoa. comes back ne- this week. Mm-hmm. Um... The, I, I saw a fan clip of um, his actual like return to TNA, mm-hmm. and I saw them pan through the crowd. They actually filled up that arena pretty good. Okay, okay. Like they did, they draw an actually really good crowd for that event. Yeah, you know, for a TV show taping, they have the potential. Mm-hmm. It's well, like it's it gets that's what gets me angry is that it's in their hands. And then and even, they just fuck with it. Well, even because they think they can do that, it's like even to the point where you know uh, we have a live event, a TNA live event coming. I think in early April ish. Yeah, um, April. Uh, here in the Pittsburgh area. And uh, again, I'm like, in the discussion came up at the indie show I was working this past weekend. Uh, it was like we were like, oh, I don't want to go to TNA. It was like, well, you, you, the live show is good. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess it is. You know. Uh, so I mean. Well, it's, it's it's. I am going. I am going to a TNA live show in yeah. Poughkeepsie. Well, that's the thing. For as much as we complain about TNA, once we see that it's on, the, they're on the road and coming in our neck of the woods, we're buying a ticket. No, and I don't blame you. Not, you know, to, to I not mean, buy a ticket. I mean, again, it's 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 their their house show versus their TV show. Only, only difference is, uh, like Dave uh, spoke of before, you're going to watch a TV show versus. You know, versus a live show, uh, you know, with WWE as a sample, uh, the, the live, the, 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 the house WWE show is a good, you know, a, a separate wrestling show, but still yeah. very explicitly 
WWE feel to it, I think. Right. You know, still, the one, the SmackDown one well, we had up here. It's console. structured, sort yeah, it's, it's structured. It's structure. <laughs> it's structure, but they have longer matches and everything and, and stuff that more, mm-hmm. you know, it's more intimate and everything. And it, it, it's fine there. Um, but TNA, it's, it's this, you know, there's the TNA, the TV show and, and the, the house show might as well, you know, it, yeah. it's a whole other production. You and know, you can't, not, cause not, you can't, and TNA cannot rely on the fact that the fans go to house shoes and say, Oh my God, this is great. Mm-hmm. Why don't they do mm-hmm. this on TV? Yeah. They yeah, can't I, rely on that. And, uh, I don't know. It, it's, 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 it's two different animals and, 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 and they're, I don't think like, you know, you're, you know, we complain about Vince Russo as a writer or whoever else is in charge or has input creatively there. I don't think have any input on these outside factors, like the global impacts. Like, uh, and I haven't watched the new global impact. I saw it. They, they, they mentioned in the, in the, uh, online video as what of it, uh, that it was on later that night. Mm-hmm. Right. Did anybody watch that even? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't even know it was on. Quite yeah, frankly, there you go. Well, good job they're doing advertising. If we didn't catch it as wrestling Wait, fan, what was wrestling that? fans, uh, was there a global, global impact, impact after TNA last oh, week? Yeah. Well, global okay. impact is on their TNA on demand. It is. But they haven't said if it costs money to see it. If you can see it for free. Okay. They haven't said anything yeah. other than go to tnawrestling.com, which is honestly the worst fucking wrestling website I've ever seen in my life, because half the links don't work. It's the not the worst. You should see some indie promotions. Um, the worst in Torque, you keep saying that, but they're not an indie promotion. Well, they might as well be at this point. They, um, they might as well be, but I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. That's why we enjoy them live so much. That's it. They have great... high-quality independent promotions. They have great indie-style live shows. <laughs> That we love, and that's why we love them, because we love live indie wrestling. Um, and it just doesn't translate to the TV. You know, I mean, it's... Well, no, because... My, my go- because okay, in that case, my goal to fix this... My goal to fix this is... Uh, I know they're about to uh, stop being on HTNet. Switch the time slots between... Or switch the... Uh, yeah, between ROH and TNA. Put mm-hmm. ROH on Spike TV. And have mm-hmm. TNA on HDN. But you know, no, but I think you. St- well, that could be interesting, but um, I think those. I'm not your saying, and I'm not saying it's going to happen ever. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. I don't think a Ring of Honor as, as a product is is uh, hits the right audience as like TV would want. But um, if we want unless, to talk unless about you the fact, did, you know, uh, you know what, you know, I take that back because how much. Well, look at UFC. How much have they played up the character and everything of UFC? And that's right. where, and then that's how they've packaged it right alongside professional wrestling. They did originally with Monday Night Raw being on Spike TV, new TNN, whatever. Uh, and now they're doing the same thing, uh, to the lesser effect of it rubbing off on TNA impact. Uh, so, and you already have HDNet where Ring of Honor was packaged pretty much in the same style, uh, as the MMA on that, on that network. You know, it was very, I don't want to say no frills, but it was very just forward sports, you know, straightforward. This is a sport network on the upper tier. You know, this is, this is like an ESPN four that carries lots of MMA and, and this wrestling promotion. Um, and it's like when Beach Babes after 12. Fox Sportsnet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's a whole other aspect of it. So, but. Uh, I, I, but I worry that Ring of Honor is too wrestling for to go to something like Spike TV. I would love to see it. I want to see it, but I sure. think there are going to be adjustments. Uh, there will be, there will. I think they will still have more wrestling. Uh, they, they're not going to. 
Ring of Honor to go away from the pure wrestling that they've done uh, for they how many years? It. They no, it would it would not. it would be a death knell, and we'd be complaining even harder for that. You know, we had a sparkle absolutely. of hope with TNA, and Ring of Honor is even more so a, a great beacon of hope as far as wrestling being on, on the forefront. Um, G4 should pick up ROH. Why? So they can merge it with some other Fed and never mind. Um, so they can make merge it, it and make it die and make too. both go downhill. No, um, merge it with Chikara. <laughs> my God. They did. It's called that. Or Kaiju Big Battle. Kaiju Big, Big Battle. That was a, And that, that is was, amazing. It was amazing. That yeah. should be on Spike All right, TV. Right or wrong That reasons. is winning. That is winning. Kaiju Big Battle should be on every channel forever. Yes, it should. Yes, it should. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's let's move on from here. Um, let's move on from the end. Please, anger. God, please. Uh, uh, oh, but um, Sorg. Before, sorry, I, by the before way, I stab someone with this wrench. One, one, one other thing. Hmm. Um, I'm going to spoil it because I know no one here fucking cares anymore. Uh, Sting wins the title. Okay. Yeah, and, and really, Dude. and again, I go back to like LB was saying. Does this surprise you? Are we yeah. okay? Is this, this is honest, a shock. You make such a big, you made such a big LB, LB, LB. What was that? LB fan heel. What? What? I missed nothing that you said, LB. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, if honestly, if my options are drug dealer Jeff Hardy and old guy Sting, I'm gonna go with Sting. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I have I, one. That's more. A, that's the second. That's the thing. I don't know what I hate I, most: drug dealer Sting, or, or drug dealer Jeff Hardy, or uh, world champion that can't walk. I have one you more th- uh, analogy for you, and I think this is for you, LB. As I'm watching the Charlie Sheen stuff, since that has been such a long-standing topic on this episode, he just tweeted a new picture. I don't care. Him. I don't care. Is that the- yeah? Okay. <laughs> I don't care. You should care. But as I'm watching this interview from yesterday's Today Show on YouTube, um, I, I, I can't help but think back, okay, CBS lets you go because you're a bad influence and need to clean up and be a better example to represent their company. Mm-hmm. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just want to leave you with that. If anybody has any immediate comments. My only, my only thing, I'm just going to real quickly and I'm done. Um, you met, you had Mr. Anderson beat Hardy for the title. Then you made such a quick ploy to give Hardy the championship back. Mm-hmm. And then you go to his hometown <laughs> and you have him lose the title again. Why? And then Riz, at least he doesn't paint his face uh, for Charlie Sheen. They both made that. Yet. I think he thinks Char- Charlie Sheen doesn't paint his face. He should. Yep. One it would be a lot more better than those one of two. His, one of his goddesses paints it for him. Okay, anyways, moving on. I want to skip the other rant-filled topic here. Uh, good news. Fuck? Hall of Fame. <laughs> what? Bullet Bob Armstrong. The, and... one, the one about your childhood time. Oh, no, that's later. No, no. That's I later. Saw, I just saw um, the picture that Charlie Sheen just tweeted. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. Oh, I, I really hope he did that himself. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a it's a cake with an Oscar on it. Okay, Sorry, I wasn't gonna with his face on it. Uh, uh, do you want to touch base on that, Mike? Do you do you want to follow up on that? Uh, of course, like we um, have in here about the 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 match we we got really into it about last week with Triple H and Undertaker. Uh, Mike, is it Mike? Has it happened yet? Has it happened? Well, no. The, the did did, did he slam him? Did he slam him? Did he slam him? Wrestle fan. Wrestle fan. Heel. Wrestle fan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing. 
bugs me about it is um, everyone seems to forget that Triple H already lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. And and not only did Triple H not bring that up, which he should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was also nothing about The Undertaker retiring his best friend mm-hmm. or anything like that. It was literally, hey, we've both been here a really long time. Yeah. And neither of us have any motivation. So it's, let's fight each other. So basically, well, I think you can look at it. It's still something he hasn't accomplished yet. I think that mentality works no with it. No accomplished it. What? No one's accomplished. Yeah, no yeah. One's but no, specifically Triple H, as a person who has accomplished so much, says, I have accomplished this. And I think it's like he's taken it up. And, and as far as the reference to uh, Shawn Michaels, yeah, I think his interview covered that. And um, we have several weeks of built. I mean, don't look for all the answers right up front like this. Uh, we have several weeks. When it's, Lord, it's like, I, I don't guarantee we're not going to get any more answers. Well, with. You got more answers than you did last week, didn't you? Dude, it no was more not- what happened. Oh, the only Ch- way to get less answers was to have neither of them on the show. Chachi? No matter what happens, he's not going to be happy about this. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know. That's what I'm kind of going with. <laughs> so, no, if, no if they had, it does not if matter. If actually given a- Chachi, let me speak for a second. If they had actually given a reason for the fucking mm-hmm. match instead of, oh, I haven't done this. <sighs> they gave a reason last night. They are the last of their breed. Yeah. Yeah. They are the last of their class of wrestlers. That's oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and speaking on that, uh, th- uh, Triple H, said- thanks for waiting to shit on everything the Mayhem Show has talked about for the past, like, two months, about it being the age of the young guys. <laughs> and you saying that nobody in the back deserves to wrestle Taker at Mania? But no, everybody's everybody's uh, you know greener than they are and everything. They're two yeah, guys that's... that have been uh, both been there for 15, 16 years. That's what we're talking yeah, about. That's the I point mean, he's making. You're nobody's going to compare uh, John Cena and uh, and the Miz and and whoever else is the Randy Orton to Triple H, the Undertaker, the Rock. Okay, that's Good point. I mean, everybody is a, is a certified uh, a future Hall of Famer. You know. So, um, I mean, that, that, that's the, that's the difference. It's not shitting on everybody. It's, it's a perspective thing. And, 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 and for, for somebody like Triple H, who is a very self-centered character to begin with, to say something like that is, 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 is fine. Right. You know? True. As yeah. far as I'm, I'm concerned, he gave a reason for the match last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's all the reason they need to give. It, it there was, doesn't need to be let it, any build-up storyline. Let it play through. Let it play through. Right. Just like everybody was crapping on The Rock last week or two weeks ago for for walking in there and crapping on John Cena, who was supposed to be the top guy. You know, now you saw Cena has a response. They're going back and forth. This thing's going to play out through. They have how many weeks? They have how many weeks? Right. Um. All right, moving on. Uh, somebody put in here about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I did. Uh, just um, they announced after Raw went off the air last night that Bull Bob Armstrong mm-hmm. is going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, and Abdul oh, the Butcher announced on his site that he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Excellent, excellent, cool. I wonder if Road Dogs. I think, Ab- think Abdullah has. A, I think Abdullah has a restaurant in Atlanta. Yes, he does. So, yes, he does. And he can't. Walk I want to go to that restaurant. <laughs> 
That uh, would be an interesting time. <laughs> I would not want to use the forks there. I would not. I would probably get hepatitis. <laughs> I believe uh, last I saw mm-hmm. Ab- Abdullah's name, it was attached to uh, ICP's Flashlight Wrestling DVD that's going out on high spots. Um, uh, also, uh, I-, I kept getting messages. My mother messaged me on Facebook today to let me know that a wrestler was on Dancing with the Stars last My night. My mom yes. texted me last night. Yeah. So, Chris Jericho, thanks for getting my mom's attention. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, of course, on there with, of course, us, you know, being a paste in Pittsburgh show for the most part. Heinz Ward of the Steelers, of the yeah. AFC champion Steelers. Um, so that could be fun. So, uh, I, I might actually have to try to pick up. I didn't even watch Steve Wozniak when he was on there, but I, I dude, didn't I didn't watch Stacey Keebler when she was on That's there. That's true. Watch Jericho. Jericho. All, all I have to say is that I Justine was robbed. What? <laughs> oh, she did audition for Dancing she with was, the Stars. She was auditioning. Yeah, yeah. Well, so is Shelly Martinez, but <laughs> who cares about Shelly Martinez? She's like nobody. Yeah, that is I, yeah. the most annoying bitch ever on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck her in the mouth. <laughs> All right. I'm sick of her goddamn inspirational quote retweets. All right. You can take your inspirational tweets and shove them up your tight little asshole. All right. You really think that asshole's tight? All right. And also, uh, hey, friend of the the show, I wasn't going to say it. Friend of the show, M Dog, was was, uh, apparently leaked by Sean Morley, I think it was, uh, that he'll be a, a trainee on Tough Enough. Yes. And in contrast, Austin Aries has a video about how he wasn't picked for Tough Enough. You know what? Austin Aries has more experience than 80% of the WWE roster. That's true. What they're doing is they're not putting together a... This isn't NXT. This isn't guys who are in developmental or something like that who are just looking for a roster spot. These are supposedly supposed to be guys that are rookies like yeah. legitimate rookies that are looking to be trained Maybe. like Miss that, USA. Yeah, yeah. Which, and M Dog is still a very fairly young uh talent. So well, I mean, he's been doing he's just it. a young guy in general. He's a young guy, but he's been doing it for ten years. True. And I mean But it's like it's like we mentioned last week on the Mayhem show. There's all WWE always has that different style. Yeah, yeah. That, so I mean, that's, that's gonna true. be something but then again, like how much of his career was from the backyard wrestling DVDs? Well, I'll take that back because according to the interview I listened to uh, of him with the with uh, Cole Cabana, those backyard wrestling DVDs were all like three matches that they kept reusing or something. Um, so, so there's that. So I hey, uh, I think it'll be interesting. I, I'm I'm happy if you know if he is in it and that's all true. You know, he got a break, uh, M Dog, and I I hope he makes the most of it. You know, if nothing else, get some great TV exposure. That's more than I think. Wasn't he on XPW? Not XPW. He was on um, um, WSX. The yes. Uh, no, he, he, he was also in XBW. He was in, of course. Wasn't yeah, he's he been in TNA for a brief time? He was there for a cup of coffee, like probably back like when, when they when they actually had the X Division. When they had like pay per views weekly, instead of the show, like yeah. when they first started. I think I think he was through there. Yeah. Oh, so was CM Punk. Because I, I I almost distinctly remember seeing him yeah. like on my Best of the X Division DVD. <laughs> Tremendous. Um, and uh, Mystico signs with WWE. We got another mas- Mexican in there. I was just, you know, and I was just, t- somebody was just asking me about Rey Mysterio uh, the other day, and I was like, well, they're, they're keeping one Mexican around for that, you know, Hispanic uh, demographic for the most part. And now. Sorg, 
Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no. I was saying, and now it looks like they're expanding it and actually getting somebody who's supposed to be pretty cool. Um, I guess it's, it's, they're importing a lot from Mexico. Uh, Del Rio, this guy. Uh, you know, what's, what's going on there? Mike, you got a comment? I, I think this is going to be the start of Rey Mysterio's heel turn. You think? Well, now he has somebody else to be heel against. He has, he has someone else to be heel against. Mm-hmm. He's, and I really honestly think that Rey Mysterio could lose his mask in WWE. There's a good I chance think, of it. I think they could build up to a WrestleMania match next year yeah, between yeah. him and Sin Cara, mask versus mask. Yeah, Sin Cara. Because hey, hey, let's clarify. Rey Mysterio has already been unmasked like before in WCW. Yeah, was, yeah, and they've teased it and almost had it happen a few times here in WWE. Uh, well, I think for the- Cody Rhodes pulled off his mask on SmackDown. Okay, hey, Cody, this, Cody oh, Rhodes week? knocked him out and ripped off his mask. Uh, okay, and, and for and again, we're going back to audiences for the 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 general WWE audience. This is new. This is new yes. to them. Don't don't think that these people watch WCW. There are twelve year old kids that Rey Mysterio is the 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 biggest thing in the world. Five year old kids that Mysterio is the biggest thing in the world. They don't know about the filthy animals. Um, so I don't think anyone watched WCW. So I tried. Um, so <laughs> you know that's that's pretty cool. Um. Uh, I don't want to get into. I I miss Tigress. I I don't I don't want to get into this rant. We'll we'll move that to next week. Uh, <laughs> the All Stars game, uh, WWE All Stars game, uh, is announced. It's weird because it's it's half recent and half legends. Like, I want this game. And WrestleMania's all about it just because Macho Man's in it. Fuck yeah, Macho Man's in it. Miz Taker, Drew McIntyre, uh, Swagger, Edge, King, Kofi. Uh, then we got. But Andre, Brett, Eddie Guerrero, uh, that's cool. They put him in as a legend. Hogan, Roberts, uh, Randy Savage, Roddy Piper, Sergeant Slaughter, Kurt the, Henning. The, the Rock, Mr. Perfect, yes, Jimmy Snuka, Steamboat Warrior, Ultimate Warrior, hey. Uh, um, the Legion so- of Doom is going to be downloadable. Yeah. Uh, so are both Ted DiBiase's. <laughs> Dusty and Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big boss man. Man, Goldust got stiffed on this one. Uh, our truth is going to be downloadable. The fact that Big Boss Man is going to be in this is so exciting. Michael Hayes, Jerry Lawler, Chris Jericho, Big Boss Man. Man, that's awesome. Uh, I, the, I, I hope it, Michael Hayes blurts obscenities. Non-playable characters: Jim Ross, The Fink, and Paul yes. Bearer. Love it. Yes. Love it. That is oh, that is going to uh, be the commentary will be done by Jr. and the King. Nice. No, Michael is, Cole on this video game. That folks. is super fan service in video game form, and I I look forward to it. Excellent. Uh, also, did you know that March is, is uh, Women's History Month? Yes. Huh. Was this? I mean, I, oh, you know, you work for it. I'm sure the flyers are up because I this got an email thing. today about it being Women's Month from WWE. Because when I think people that respect women, I think the WWE divas. <laughs> I think of Kelly Kelly. I with think, a little, I think with a Kelly little Kelly bedazzled and, thing. What the hell? Her. Is this a bracelet they're, they're pimping here? Oh, I mean, of course the featured items on her, uh, on her, under her, Undertaker and Seamus, uh, uh, merchandise. Seamus is under her? What? Seamus <laughs> is a woman. Seamus is under Kelly Kelly. I just, uh, I just, you know, thought that was interesting. Also, I found, uh, 
the the WWE email list has been been interesting uh, as of late because they also are offering Android phone service. Uh, if you can nice. sign up through them, I think you get some wallpapers or ringtones or some some crap like that. So uh, so there you go. Uh, other than that, yeah, I got some items about Hulk Hogan killing my childhood dreams once again, but I think we'll get to those next week. <laughs> Guys, it's time to learn what you learned. Whoa. Jesus. We, we got to get out of here. Talking about Raw. Raw? What happened on Raw last? Nothing. All sure. right, moving on. No, we addressed it. We, well, <laughs> if you were, it, then we missed the good part of uh, SmackDown that we didn't talk about. Uh, Vicky Guerrero getting fired. Vicky Guerrero That was probably, that was probably the hottest segment I think the fans have ever reacted to on SmackDown. <laughs> yes, yes. And also, um, well, this can, never mind. Go ahead. This will tie into what I learned in wrestling. Okay. Uh, does anybody else have any other items from the week they want to get in here uh, real quick? No. no, no. Why are you all sad? Yeah, what are, uh, what are you... What? <laughs> what? Nothing oh, rant-filled. We don't have the time for it. Miz tweeted live during a match on Raw. It was pretty awesome. Okay, you're right. I found this today. because I, I was wa- Again, I was watching the replay of Raw from, from last night uh, today, and I'm like, he just tweeted that picture from the cage, and it is up there. Honest it is a fantastic picture. It is he a good he picture. tweeted. He oh, tweeted wait. all when he was commentating. Well, now, now you guys watched it live last night. He, did that act, that tweet actually came out with that picture? Like it yes. did. It did. A it really. Later. Well, that, I I don't remember the picture, but I remember him tweeting some stuff about Cena and that he's going to be respected now in a couple minutes. I think the picture just came a little bit later because of the service he used. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, he's using oh, a from the fact that he threw the or he uh, Alex Riley used it as a weapon. I've never seen a black bear used as a weapon before. <laughs> I, I do like that uh, he was like he he was complaining about John Cena breaking his BlackBerry t- today on Twitter and asking if he should go uh, iPhone. So I think he mentioned Verizon <laughs> iPhone or something like that, and uh, he's crowdsourcing. So well, when you're famous like that, uh, you can you can crowdsource that kind of stuff. Uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, it's fantastic. Anything else, guys? No, I think we can get to the learning thing. All right, the learning. Uh, let's go. I know you got one there, wrestle fan. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Well, I learned in wrestling this week that um, kind of reiterated from what we learned last, or what I sort of learned last week. Uh, Booker T is hilarious because Vicky uh lost the uh, mixed tag match. Um, which forced her to get fired. Uh, she then proceeded to beg for her job to the cameraman, to like the referee at ringside. Then she went to beg it to Booker T, who was laughing his ass off. Uh, and Vicky, uh, Vicky coming up to her, um, and Booker T responding, going, What do you want? What do you want, girl? We, it was the. They say Michael Cole's the voice of the WWE. Booker T. It. Is the true voice I think of the what WWE. What you're looking for, Russell fan, is that Booker T is the flavor of of of, of uh, the WWE. He he, he got the mm-hmm. flavor. I'm not from Wexford. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Mad Mike, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I I learned two things this week. Um, one, I learned that The Rock's promos are way better live in the arena and not pre-taped. Because his oh, promo last yeah. night kind of sucked, and um, really? the second thing I yes, it sucked. Wrestle fan, I it thought sucked. it was okay. I don't care. 
No, it was bad. It was bad considering what Cena, the rap Cena wrote. Cena is still winning the war of words, in my opinion. What could he mention? He has to mention poop every time he does an interview. <laughs> and plus the let, fact that. And I'm not lying, because like, he did it for like three weeks in a row. Yeah, well, I mean, I know it's probably the. I know it's probably a storyline reason, but The Rock proves Cena's point by not actually showing up on Raw. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, like, um, like our interviewee tonight said, Dave Lagana, he was very upset for the people in Buffalo who paid to see The Rock mm-hmm. and were True. forced to watch television. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, whatever, whatever you think about the promo, I like the, uh, the lighting thing when he uh, did the uh, millions and millions. Oh, and when I he mentioned about uh, energy... Stupid. The energy coursing through the crowd. Okay, okay. And how, the en- how them saying millions would turn the lights on in the you. arena. Uh, watching it, uh, one of the great things about The Rock is his interaction with the crowd and playing off the crowd. You don't get that in video. Okay? Uh, you, sure. you definitely get a, lo- a bit missing. Even watching it on TV, it's not his interaction with the crowd. It feels cheap. Uh, it was an interesting comeback. But other than that, man, I, I don't know. And um, from the way it's looking, he will. It looks like he will be there next week, right? I no, I doubt it. I I wouldn't be. He surprised. said the next time he's there. He said oh, the well. next time he's there live. Yeah. Let me see. Where yeah. where where are they at next week? Yeah, yeah, unless it's in his backyard, I guess. Um, I, I, honestly, yeah. I don't blame him for not going to Buffalo. To be yeah, perfectly honest, seriously, it's Buffalo. Come on. Um, DJ Lunchbox. Oh, and the second, the, oh, the yes. way I, I learned yeah, right, sorry. thing. Sorry. The, the Bella Twins' new gimmick is that they are the evil twins from Machete and Grindhouse. <laughs> All right. Yeah, why are they getting a push? <laughs> because, what no, else? because they're heels and it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I, I miss the, the advantage of them switching in the middle of a battle royal. Well, no, it's because the referee's back was turned. Uh, what happened was, uh, I think it was Gail that was last in the ring. Mm-hmm. She yeah. eliminated Nikki Bella, mm-hmm. but Bree came in the other side and threw Gail over the top, Gail outside oh, of the ring okay. as the ref turned around. Okay. It's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin thing when he run the Royal Rumble the first time. Except there's two of him. Got it. DJ Lunchbox, what'd you yeah. learn from wrestling this well, week? Uh, I learned a couple of things. Uh, one, um, TNA just doesn't make me emotional anymore. I just, uh, I don't give a shit. You're like, you're uh, like... And two, um, I've got magic and I've got poetry in my fingertips, you know? Most of the time, and this includes naps, I'm an F-18, bro. People are mystified with this odyssey that refuses to quit calling itself Charlie Sheen. Oh, wait. Can't process it. Losers. Winning. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Your face will melt off and your children will weep over your exploded body. And from the chat room. That's right. Uh, well, uh, Bobby FJ Town learned that I want him to what? read shorter emails. <laughs> uh, Riz learned that, uh, uh, I would have done with my fire breathing fist, destroy the TNA production truck. Duh. Winning. Um, and Bobby uh, FJ Town also <laughs> learned that Sin Cara is Spanish for Cyber Batman. Yes, he, he, yes, he <laughs> mentioned before that his mask looks like Cyber Batman. So, so I, I, I also Sin Sin learned that I really have a 10,000 year old brain in the boogers of a seven year old. fan. Okay, what happened just now? Russell fan. 
I I said I have a ten thousand year old brain and the boogers of a seven year old. Jeez, oh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just gonna ask if Sin Cara is really Terry McGinnis. That's all. Ooh. Because he's Cyber Batman. Ooh. Sorg, what did you learn this week? What did I learn? Oh crap. Um. <laughs> I learned that's really hard mm. to get a lot of your wrestling in when you have a lot of bookings uh, over over the weekend and, and, and next week. Um, and yeah, geez, guys, Raw, I well, okay, it, it it's you know we talked a little bit about it's easy to find your TV online, not if you're trying to watch TNA because it was Monday morning and I still couldn't get last Thursday's Impact. That's kind of annoying for something time sensitive like impact but i guess when you tape all of your stuff like four episodes at a time they're not really worried about being time sensitive um and uh and, and raw is, is just a pain in the butt you know even though i i you know there's not really any reason to watch raw not live because you're not going to get the feeling like we talked about there's just something more to that you know it's an institution at this point you know uh but yeah so, so taped raw, even on your DVR or whatever else you find it, no, it doesn't work. doesn't work at all. So, well, guys, on that note, is there anything else I'm missing? Are we good? Are we sure we're good? I think we are good. All right, guys. This has been your Wrestling Mayhem show. Oh, man. Uh, thank you very much, Dave Lagana, for joining us. I want wrestling.com. Please check that out. And uh, uh, please, good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS09670-at-MayhemShow. Join us. Join us. Vote for the Mayhemies. Join us. Uh, vote for so, the Mayhemies. Vote for Mayhemies. We'll have that stuff up there shortly. And uh, for <laughs> WrestleFan, Chachi, DJ Lunchbox, and the maddest of mics, this is Sorgatron. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>
what we're going to do is we're going to take TNA, we're going to drive it into the ground, brother, because we're going to make Sting the TNA world champion, brother, and we're going to have him fight Jeff Hardy in a cage, brother, because those two can't fucking work to save their lives, brother, and Jeff Hardy is going to be all hepped up on drugs, brother, and Matt Hardy is going to be all hepped up on ice cream sandwiches, brother. And we're going to show you, Jeff, that in the coming months, you will see the video that is coming. Yeah, Dixie, Dixie, that's your name. Yes, beautiful. We met at this bar earlier. Dixie, I don't mean to keep up too much of your time, but why keep worrying so much about TNA? Come on. Lie down close to this. Lie down close to this nice fire that I've set up. Yeah, Dixie, that's right. Dixie, you're looking quite fine for your age. Did I say age? I mean, what are you, about 39 years young at this point? Yeah, that's what I thought. Dixie, you lay down by this fire. Well, you know something, Dixie Carter? You're not my usual type. I usually go for 16-year-old blondes, brother. Hold on. Hold on again. You're not quite there right now. Me and Dixie are going to share ourselves a nice Chardonnay at this point. Oh, Dixie, you like the sound of that? Yeah, yeah. You know that when you rock with the Magus, you're going to go, oh, ha, 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 ha. No worries. But that, however, missing you so hang up on me and Mike. The Magus and the Mike are tearing apart the NYC, doing it all the hardest way possible. Well, you know, we'll add a little bit. We'll add a little bit of a slippage to that. Don't want to get. Don't want to get too graphic with it because some people might be listening to this during their jobs and for our iTunes listeners. Blah 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 blah. But let us let us convey these messages. The Macho Mayhema is living quite alive. And Macho, we know you're listening to this show. We know you are listening. The Mayhem Universe is behind you 100 and a thousand percent. Does this make sense? Macho, we all love you. We would do anything for you. Please come out of retirement. Even your brother, Leaping Lady Papa, we would drop to our knees to hear him recite one more poem. And in the most heterosexual kind of way... And even beyond that, let us move on to demand one more thing. One more thing. Matt Hardy, jump off of a fucking bridge. I hate Matt Hardy. You are listening to Vegas right now. Matt Hardy, fuck you. Fuck everything you've ever once towards. You are a piece of shit who is
made Remy Sky leave a great guy who's a great friend of mine. He is one of my best friends out on the East Coast, and you pulled that shit? You know what? The highest you've ever gotten in your career was when your girl fucked another guy. So fuck you. You can eat shit and die in that party. Fucking shovel down some more mozzarella sticks and suck my dick. Bam. Bitch. Done. It goes quick, but uh, I know we're not supposed to leave more than one message. This is Vigilant Megas. One more time in the company of the maddest of Michaels. And we have to say, Matt Hardy, go finger blast yourself with sandpaper. By all means. You know, you know, how about, how about you go shovel down some more mozzarella sticks and tell us how much you're having trouble uh, maintaining your weight. How about that? How about you cry a little bit more? Make yourself a morbid of a victim. Yep, you heard it here first. The Mayhem Show, Magus and Mike. Take it easy, motherfucker. How was that? Done. That's all I needed to do. Oh, I know it's still going. <laughs> Fuck the droid, too, because I can't figure out how to hang up a call. Hey, Mayhem Show. I've just been so busy that I didn't have time to send a recap of the show. And Sword probably won't even put this on the website, so why am I bothering? Because I know he doesn't listen to this stuff for the show. But the gospel needs to be saying. I mean, seriously, I'm not going to apologize for going off on Mad Mike and DJ Lunchbox. I mean, Mike in particular, because you keep bitching about this stuff, and it's, there are alternatives everywhere. And it's not that hard. I mean, you have ROH Video Wire where you can get great, good promos. The great promos. I mean, you can find there's the Chinese equivalent of YouTube has just indie wrestling nirvana. Yeah, you don't have time for it. Well, you know what you do? You stop watching the crap that you complain about, and that will give you all the time in the world. But anyway, man, the show was freaking awesome. Um, of course, you know, the main event, the six-man tag, Haas, Benjamin, and Davey versus the Kings of Wrestling and Roddy. Man, you know, of course that was great. But I got to tell you, my two favorite matches were in the first half of the show. One, uh, Steve Carino teamed with the littlest lumberjack, Grizzly Redwood, on his road to recovery. And, uh, you know, because he's an evil person and, you know, the fallout from the Generico Steen feud. I mean, if you paid any attention to Ring of Honor, you know about this. And uh, Carino put Grizzly over for being an inspiration. You know, all of his health problems when he was a child, the guy shouldn't be alive right now, let alone in a wrestling ring. And I tried to start a chant that I thought would be pretty cool. Respect Redwood. Respect Redwood. Well, the uh, the crowd at Ring of Honor didn't like that one. But I did get my buddy uh, Trent that I went to the show with. He He's more of an observer. He does not engage much in that kind of stuff, sporting events and such. 
But I got him to chant with me, so that was fun. And uh, at one point, Carino said to the Bravados, who they fought, well, your grandmother would be ashamed of you. And the Bravados just went and whooped ass in the crowd. Uh, they wanted to chant. They just wanted to chant some more uh, vulgar chants. With um, it was fun, and then another one. There was a four-way with Colt Cabana versus Rhett Titus versus Andy Right Leg Rid. I'm back. Anyway, there was a four-way: Titus, Colt Cabana, Ridge, and Mikey Mondo from OVW, Mikey of the Spirit Squad. And uh, at the beginning, uh, people were throwing streamers, and one of the streamers hit Colt square in the head, to which Colt sold like it was a gunshot. The ref, Satchel Ass, goes uh goes to check on Colt and Colt uh, gives the ref a loving embrace for his concern. Then uh Colt throws his towel at a fan, the fan gets hit in the head and he sells it like it's a gunshot. So I know that was a funny thing, but uh Overall, I gotta say the show is freaking great. I mean, uh, you know, I know everybody has a life. I mean, hey, you know, I'm one guy with a blue collar, white collar, blue collar job, you know, supporting two people right now while my girl's in school. And somehow, someway, I manages to go from the frozen tundra of Northeast Ohio to Dayton, Ohio, where once we got out of Canton, the weather was fine. And, you know, hey, the, again, going back to Mike, I mean, you were able to get the time and finances to go to Pittsburgh for the fifth anniversary of the Mayhem show. But, I mean, you can't go freaking, uh, well, no, you know what? No, I'm not getting on, because there's more glorious news to report on. My per- paragon of virtue, Johnny Gargano, right now is on tour with Dragon Gate USA. Um. If you can listen to uh, For the Love of Wrestling, he did an interview where uh, it's really cool. He talks about how, you know, he's kind of mirroring the path that Chris Jericho took. Like, I mean, Jericho, Jericho's schedule and Johnny's schedule for this tour are the exact same. When Jericho first uh, debuted in Japan, he started and ended in the same cities and so does Johnny. I mean, that's kind of cool. Because, I mean, it's pretty obvious Johnny's, uh, you know, patterned his career after Jericho. And you get a sneak peek. You get to listen to the Ronin theme song. I mean, that's an item, though. Like, do I have to personally send you stuff? Because there's so much stuff you could use. It'd be great fodder for the show. I mean, in Chikara, and I started to send this, but Facebook was acting up. I mean, in Chikara, they turn, you know, the Ethereum portal turns Jonathan Grisham into an aspi- from an aspiring young wrestler to a jive-talking, soul-dancing Egyptian. How the hell is that not great fodder for the show? 